The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. Classic Hits 98.9 Sports presents high school football. They'll send a man in motion, and on the option, Pulaski keeps it again around the right end. Inside the five, stretches for the pylon. He's into the end zone. Touchdown. Tyler Pulaski just got around that right end and did a lot of it on his own. Tonight at Fort Welcome in the Pleasanton Bulldogs. High school football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Back to pass, Marsh. Looks left. Everybody's covered. He's going to have to run. He's got a lot of room to run, but he chucks it up for Gomez, who caught it. Touchdown, Axtell. The third touchdown pass of the game for Marsh. A 20-yard strike to Gomez. Axtell returned to the win column last week and looks for two in a row against Pleasanton, a squad that has also split their first two games this year. It's the Bulldogs and Wildcats coming up next, but first a New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Axtell with sports director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Axtell. It is time for the second part of today's day-night doubleheader, a little Fort Kearney Conference action, as you heard in the open, as the Axtell Wildcats welcome in the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Doug Duda will be joined by Ryan Dahlgren here in just a little bit. He's familiar with these teams playing his ball down the road at Bertrand. But these teams tonight have gotten here in different ways. Of course, Axtell has a new head coach in Dean Marsh. They did not win a football game last year. Some of that was youth. Some of that was the absolute schedule that they play. One of the toughest, if not the toughest, in Class D2. They played six teams that were rated last year out of the eight, and uh, it's not a whole lot different this year. Arapahoe beating Yes, Blue Hill, Lawrence Nelson, Giltner on their schedule. Pleasanton also plays Giltner in Blue Hill, and they'll see Twin Loop down the road as well. So a game tonight that neither team's looking to go 7-1 and one after a 1-1 one and one start, you wouldn't think, but possibly a team uh, might need a win tonight to get to that 500 mark, maybe 5-3 and three if they play well, and find a way to make the playoff berth. Axtell was shut out on opening night at Arapahoe, and then uh, was a winner at Loomis in uh, week number two, of course, uh, for Loomis, that's their season opening game as it was last year. Axtell Loomis actually was an afternoon game last year. So this is the home opener for Axtell. They'll have three of their next four games at home. BDS comes in next week, and then at the end of the month, they'll take on uh, Shelton. And, of course, last year that game was called off because of the food poisoning. So uh, Axtell hoping to get all the games in, hoping to get a few more wins, and they got off the schneid last week with the nice win against Loomis. And uh, they like to run some power. Coach Dean Marsh has that Mullen flavor to him uh, playing back in that time. But some key injuries to these Axtell Wildcats as well, including uh, Austin Skaggs, outstanding wrestler, state finalist last year, big man up front, broke his leg last week. Then you've got Braden Gomez, who's not 100% either. He's playing some defense, and uh, maybe as the season moves along, he'll be able to get that uh, hip worked out and get that speed where he wants to be. Just a fast team for Axel, as you'll hear from Coach Marsh. Uh, we all know the excellence that they had in track here the last couple of years. And Jake Marsh is back at quarterback. He had some success last year, and he's hoping to have a little bit more here as the uh, final six games of this regular season are going. For Pleasanton, kind of like what we're seeing uh, up and down the line. They've got some really good players. Uh, some of these kids have played 
that are just sophomores and juniors since they were freshmen. There's only three seniors on the entire roster for Pleasanton, and they had a couple of kids that just flat out didn't come out for football this year that had been big contributors the last year or two. But Coach Ricky Westland believes they're going to be okay. They're going to be just fine, and uh, they'll be able to move on and be competitive here tonight for Pleasanton. They dropped the... uh, a game last week to Giltner and won the season opener over at Shelton. And then Shelton got a nice win last week as well. So not a ton of numbers, but you might have a little bulk against a little speed tonight. Both teams might be able to score some points tonight, but do it in different ways. It'll be interesting to see what Coach Marsh and the crew does differently. Of course, we've also got uh, plenty of folks that are listening online. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. PlatteRiverPreps.com is where you hear the games online. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Also want to remind you, we've got football going on on our entire network of stations. That includes Kearney Catholic at Ogallala on ESPN 1460, Adams Central at Cozan on ESPN 1550, and St. Cecilia and Sutton are on 1230 AM KHAS. And again, you can also hear those online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. As you're driving to your game, we want to let you know that you can help us a bit scores up on the, at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can follow along with it as well in this day and age of iPads and iPhones. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and you can keep up to date on all the area games. And we ask for your help as well. 308-646-0506. Plug that into your phone. 308-646-0506. If you would shoot that number, a text, or even call it, it uh, works both ways from whatever game you're at, uh, just like Axtell 7, Pleasanton 7, midway through the first, or Axtell 14, Pleasanton 13, halftime. Fire that off for whatever game you're at. Do it all season long, and uh, we can keep all the scores. And, of course, the smaller the schools, uh, the more those scores are in demand, it seems. So if you're heading out especially to a Class D game tonight, love to hear from you. But we are here at Axtell, Axtell and Pleasanton. Somebody's going to be 2-1 and one here at the end of the night. When we come back, we're going to hear from the coaches. Ricky Westland of the Bulldogs, he's been there quite a few years, over 20 now. And as we said, Dean Marsh from Axtell in his first year as the head coach from the Wildcats. It's all coming up next here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. People you know, community people. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show, ready for the second game of today's doubleheader as the Pleasanton Bulldogs travel to Axtell, a battle of one-and-one teams, and Pleasanton coach Ricky Wesler joins us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show on Classic Hits. And Coach, one-and-one, uh, and, one, and as we talked before we came on the air, kind of two totally different opponents. Shelton had been in a spot where they were looking to get a win, and they got on the board last week, and then Giltner uh, off to a good start and a, a proud, tradition-rich program over there. So maybe this is a tweener game tonight. Uh, what did you think about the way your team performed the first two weeks? 
Oh, I think you're absolutely right. You know, uh, Shelton's on their way up. The coaches are doing a nice job with those kids, and they really played hard. Um, so, yeah, there's some improvement from the year before. And you have a perennial powerhouse there with uh, Giltner the second week there. Those guys are always – they know they step on the field, they're Giltner, and that's how they're going to play. And it's rather intimidating to some kids, but you just got to try to give your, your kids faith when you play a team like that and try to have them hold on as long as they can. Well, one thing when people pick up the program tonight, if they haven't seen you – is you're a young football team, and some of that shows early on in the season just not a lot of seniors on this football team. No, we just have three seniors out now. We'll actually get uh, Hunter Pates back, cause, so we have been playing with just two seniors starting off the year. Um, and, you know, as we match up with Axtell, I think they're somewhat in a similar boat. They got some seniors, but they also play some younger kids out there. And so, you know, last week was a tough one. Some of our younger defensive backs, you know, kind of learned the game on their feet on the fly out there as, you know, some of the routes were new to them. So hopefully we're able to... Uh, patch those things up and improve on them for this week with Axtell. And while you may not have a bunch of seniors, it's kind of been this way the whole time coming up. It's Pulowski, Riesland. I mean, these kids have been starting almost from day one or at least playing a lot of football for you. So you do have some experience. Where would you say you are? Just because it's not seniors, do you feel comfortable with the overall amount of experience you have? Yeah, I do. I mean, all these kids are so gifted with what they do. Um, you know, Pulaski, is, uh, he's not going to get rattled because he's just a you know, junior out there playing against a senior. He's got some experience on the mat, we all know, through wrestling. So, you know, he's been on the big stage before by himself. So as he leads the team on, as a quarterback, he kind of puts them at ease. They don't get rattled that much. Um, and you got, like you said, some of the other kids have been playing quite a bit, Bronson Gibbons and Travis Tolles that have been out there for the first two games, you know, those kids know what's coming, and they try to put the other kids at ease, give them confidence so they can perform as a team together. Tyler Pulaski uh, able to do so many things. When he started, you put him in that quarterback role, and that allowed some of your other kids to, to kind of mix in there. What would you say first about the growth of Tyler moving from running back into that quarterback role? Well, it's just, you know, what we run, we run a lot of triple option, um, and he's the kid you want to have out there he's not to get uh get frustrated he's not to get scared he's able to think on his feet rather quickly so that's what we, we think we have a good offense for him um surrounding him with the players that we need to where he can kind of control the reads and work his way out of the uh you know out of the defense by what he's seeing you have not put the ball in the air as you said out of that triple option very much is that out of uh, what you want to do or have you just not seen that opportunity and is that the way it's going to stay well with the the package we have running right now there's some things that uh, you know we like about that you know if you can still turn out three to four yards of pop we're going to be right where we want to you know on down to down situations and you know tyler's the guy to get us there through his reads um, his first game against Shelton, we just took what they were giving us. We didn't need to get fancy, didn't need to put the ball in the air. Uh, Tolls was hammering away, getting eight yards of carry, I think, the second half. So when you can do that consistently, no need to throw the ball up in the air. Talking with Ricky Wesson, the head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They get ready to take on Axtell tonight. Let's flip it over and, and talk about the defense. Uh, we know that uh, both you and Coach Marsh over there are talking about wrap it up and, and making tackles, and maybe that's what the game comes down to tonight. What do you think about how those kids have played on that side of the ball? Oh, I agree. You know, we That's one thing we want to work on every week is just tackling. You know, it's just you got to be able to block an offense. you got to be able to tackle on defense, and that's football. Um, the kids have been improving a lot on that, and I do like the way, even from week one, we were sticking harder than anybody on the field. Um, we had a nice compliment by the officials last week against Giltner at halftime. They said, boy, you know, those guys got it on the scoreboard, but you guys are hammering them. So we might be small, we might be young, but we're still bringing the heat, and 
packing a punch when we hit the team. Well, hit now, on defense. Now, Ricky, we've had a lot of fun in the past, but you and Rocky Hatch have been on that crew together as a coaching staff for a long, long time, and Rocky's taking care of it over there. Does he have to get out there and show him how to do it? Oh, we try not to, you know. <laughs> him getting up there in age and myself, we, uh, we became better teachers how to tell kids how to do things rather than show them how to do things. You know, that's one thing. It's nice to be able to do that when you get older. It's hard to get out there and perform with the kids. But, but no, no, kidding aside, you know, Rocky's been there quite a few years with me. He, he knows what I'm thinking. He knows what we need to do for improvements, whether it's, um, you know, like a, a scouting report, how to break it down, or even if day-to-day functioning in practice, he sees the needs that we need to do to patch things together. What do you see in Axtell, Coach? Uh, they finally got back uh, on the winning ways. And, they were one of the more interesting teams last year. They didn't win a game, maybe could have won a game, except for that illness against Shelton. But they played five or six teams that were in the top ten. It wasn't like they were a horrible football team, and I don't think they're a bad football team now either. So what do you see uh, out of what Axtell wants to do? Oh, I respect Axtell a lot. I mean, that was that was the first game or team I ever coached against in my career starting off 22 years ago. Um, and through the years, Axtell has been gifted with athletes. You know, they seem like they're a running and jumping school when it comes to track. Um, really good basketball program. They have had some solid wrestlers in the past. And just athletically as a whole, I think it's a very gifted school. So I'm not going to look past anybody. Our kids got to respect our opponent, but we got to still not fear them, and we got to take it right at them. So we've talked uh, about a little bit of everything. Is it nuts and bolts? Is it this simple tonight? It's their speed against your bulk, or is there some other things that will go into the game tonight? Well, we'll just try to just to execute. You know, like old Stan Whistle said over at Elm Creek many times, it's all about the execution. If you can't execute and hit your blade or a blocking assignment correctly, and I don't think it matters how big a kid you are if you get on the right assignment, right key that you need to look at for reading an option. If you can get that stuff working, I think we'll be fine. Well, Coach, uh, always a pleasure watching the Bulldogs play. Looking forward to the game tonight. Uh, as always, thanks for the time, and uh, keep them healthy. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Doug. That's Ricky Wesselin, head football coach of the Pleasanton Bulldogs. We will talk with Dean Marsh in his first year at Axtell when we return on Classic Hits 98.9. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Area 8-man matchup tonight here in Axtell as the Wildcats getting ready to take on Pleasanton. And it is the home opener. First two games were on the road for Coach Dean Marsh and his crew and got back in the win column last week. And uh, Dean, in his first year as the head coach at Axtell, joins us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. And, Dean, thanks for the time. I'm guessing probably the big thing is after the kids, and you still have a tough schedule last year, this year, but it's just nice to get in the win column. It sure changes things mentally and i'm guessing you probably saw a little more pep in the step in practice this week yep they've been working hard they worked hard last week but that win really boosted them up gave them a confidence booster and their tackling blocking has been a lot better this year than it was a year ago so we really think we've got the pieces put in the right place to be competitive but like you said we probably have one of the tougher schedules in d2 where we're going to face Lawrence Nelson, Blue Hill, BDS, and Arapaho all in the same year. 
Yeah, I noticed that when I watched Axtell last year. You knew there was some talent on the field, but, you know, the moral victories, I mean, they, they don't add up to ones in the win column. What, what did you do as you took the program over and worked with the kids this summer and took them to camp? Is there anything vastly different what you're doing offensively? Yeah, we, we, our offense is probably pretty much the same, but we worked on our blocking schemes and our blocking techniques a lot at camp, and defensively we made a lot of changes there. We moved some kids around where I thought they'd be in a better place to, for the team, and we also worked a lot on our tackling. Our tackling form was not real great last year, and I just told them, you know, I think we gave up 61 points a game average last year, and I said we got to cut that in a third, and if we do, we'll be in every game we play. Well, I smiled a little bit when uh, they said, yeah, it looks a lot like the old Mullen Broncos uh, from where you played in the past. Uh, would you would you say that's exactly what it looks like or just kind of looks like that? Well, we were probably a little bit more smash-mouth football there, but our defense last week reminded me a lot of the way we used to play when we had five guys on the ball carrier and, and just gang tackling and it's you know I I keep telling them stories from twenty some years ago of how how we used to play and how small we were because once they figure out it's more about the heart than it is the size then we can go out and do some things that nobody thought we would. So what have you seen through these first two games, Dean? Uh, from from game one to game two, I think we cleaned up quite a few penalties and mental errors from game one to game two. That. If we wouldn't have had the mental errors on defense and the penalties against Arapahoe, we were, you know, it was a 6-0 game with about a minute left in the first half. So we were in that game, and then we just defeated ourselves mentally through errors and penalties. And so um, last week I think we had two penalties, and the week before we had close to 100 yards in penalties. We're talking with the head football coach at Axtell, Dean Marsh, as they get ready to uh, host Pleasanton tonight. Coach, obviously you're not going to chuck the ball around the field a whole lot. You want to rely on your running game, and I think a lot of people assumed that Braden Gomez was going to be, because he was there last year, you were going to have about three or four kids that could run the football, and you do have three or four kids, including your quarterback and Jake Marsh, who's actually the, the leading rusher. Uh, how, do, how do you, for the fans that haven't seen you yet, how would you say that what you're trying to do with these four or five kids? Well, I told the kids, I said, you guys won about every team title and track all year. So I said, we have speed. Now we just have to go out and apply it to the game of football. And you're definitely right. We've got about five guys we can put in the backfield that are all capable of big plays. And two or three of them are the kind of backs that once they hit you, they're going to run over you and make you pay for it. And that's really what we're asking is just to do it as a committee and nobody try to be the hero, get your five yards that they give you and, and get back to huddle and do it again. Well, no one wants injuries, and you've already had a couple of big ones, and none more than to your big guy. You light up and run behind Austin Skaggs and, and Kring and some of those guys that you put out there, but uh, you lost Austin. Uh, tell us what his situation is and, and who steps in for him tonight. Yep, Nick Pearson will be playing the guard spot. Nick's a 175-pound sophomore, and he had to go in and replace the 325-pound you know, for recruit that a lot of Division One schools were looking at, and it, it's horrible for AJ being a senior and only got to play one game. But you know, we got to go on because that's how the game is. And 
I'm, I'm confident in our abilities to block. We don't have the power we had before, but we probably are a little bit quicker on the line now. Dean Marsh uh, with us for another minute here, the Axtell head football coach. You talked about improving your tackling. Uh, Creighton Crane and Jared Klein are your two leading tacklers right now. What are you seeing on that side of the football? Yeah, they're really starting to flow upfield. Last year it seemed like we were getting blocked and retreating back and hoping to tackle them on the way by. And I just told them, you know, they only need 10 yards. We can't give them any. And so our linebackers have been crashing the line of scrimmage a lot better this year. They're doing a lot better at wrapping up and getting the guy down. Last year there were a lot of arm tackles and a lot of tripping up feet, and now we're actually getting our pads into their thighs and wrapping the legs and, and rolling them down like we need to. And So I'm just real pleased with not only the older kids, how fast they picked it up, but our younger kids in the years down the road are going to be a lot better because of it too. Indeed, tell me a little bit about tonight's matchup. As you get ready for Pleasanton, uh, what do you see from them? Yeah, but they've got that option attack, and they're going to draw you up and draw you inside, and then in about three or four plays, they're going to launch a deep pass, and we just, you know, we have to be ready defensively to cover the receivers that are going out, and we have to tackle well. That's one thing I told the kids at practice. I said, if we want to win this game, we have to tackle as good as we did last week or better because they're a team that just keeps coming at you. They'll dive option you all day long, and if they're getting three, four, five yards up the middle, they don't even worry about calling a different play. They just turn around, run the same play right back at you. So our key is to stop the stop the option, and and with three three options out there, that means that everybody's got to do their job defensively. Well, Coach, it's going to be great to see Axtell here in the home opener and uh, appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, best of luck tonight and throughout the rest of the season. Thanks a lot, Doug, and look forward to seeing you. That's Dean Marsh, the head football coach of the Axtell Wildcats, ready for the home opener against Pleasanton, and we're ready to give you the starting lineups when we return on the new Tech Seed pregame show. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on Classic Hits 98.9 at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda along with Ryan Dahlgren had one game earlier today that Elm Creek uh, had a big game from Devin Walker. Ran for 226 yards and three touchdowns in the first half and a 48-8 win over Nebraska Christian. And now some... Uh, things that have happened here that may change the way this game is going. Of course, we talked to the coaches yesterday, and uh, Ryan, uh, this is always a good rivalry, and uh, we'll get to some of the changes here in just a moment, but uh, when you have a conference, uh, no matter where you're at, uh, you've got that uh, team or two that you like to play, and Pleasanton and Axdale, definitely, they know everybody on the other team. Yeah, absolutely. FKC opponents, nonetheless, these guys, they know each other from more than just football, conference, and everything. Uh, these guys are going to go out and want it tonight. It's going to be a hard-fought game both sides. I'm looking forward to it. How much easier is it back in the day, 
you just kind of heard from your girlfriend's dad or your brother. I mean, we didn't have, uh, you know, the way the rivalries were, and you maybe misheard things. Well, now you got Snapchat, Facebook, and t- text and Twitter. It's a lot easier, and you go to camp and you see each other, and you're playing over the summer. I mean, it's a whole different thing here the last decade. Yeah, I was gonna say these guys probably know each other pretty well from just outside of sports. Social media. It make, it brings the world together, so these guys know each other awfully well. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a little bit of a uh, uh, little talking going back and forth between the teams being uh, so familiar with each other. But i got to tell you, uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Well, let's take the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Pleasanton Bulldogs. The starting center is number 46, a six foot, 210-pound senior, Bronson Gibbons. The starting guards are number 77, six foot, 210-pound junior, Dylan Sievert. And number 98, six one, 235-pound junior, Caleb Riesland. So they're pretty big up front. Their ends are number two, six three, 185-pound senior, Hunter Pates. And number 19, five eight, 130-pound junior, Patrick Bukowski. The running back is number 21, Kessler Dixon, 5'10", 150-pound sophomore. The I-back, number 24, 6'145", pound senior, Travis Tolles. And the quarterback, number 22, 5'7", 160-pound junior, Tyler Pulowski. You'll also see uh, Connor Hand rotating in there. Lincoln Crepola and a couple of others will be rotating in for Pleasanton. Coached by Ricky Westland, assisted by Rocky Hatch, Casey Loomis, Jordan Arnsdorf, and Kyle Giffen. Pleasanton is 1-1 one one on the season as they won the opener against Shelton and then were defeated by state-rated Giltner last night. For the Axtell Wildcats, at center, number 55, 5'9", 180-pound junior Tom Peterson. The guards are number 56, 6'3", 220-pound senior Colton Trampy, and number 80, 5'10", 175-pound sophomore Nick Pearson. The ends are number 11, 6'4", 155-pound senior Ryan Hubbard. Number 12, 6'4", 170-pound junior Creighton Crane. The running backs are number 10, 5'9", 145-pound senior, and number 24, 5'8", 160-pound senior, Jared Klein. And the quarterback tonight for Axtell is number 3, 6'3", 165-pound sophomore in Tyler Danberg. He was the quarterback for most of the time uh, earlier in, in backup and could come in and play. And that is the starting lineup. Dean Marsh, the head coach in his first year, assisted by Brian Olson and Dan Schroer. Axtell 1-1 one one after not winning a game last year. They got beat by State Raider Arapahoe on opening night and then went to Loomis and got the win uh, last week. This is the home opener for Axtell. Our starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Now our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Pleasanton, they're in pretty good shape. Uh, Coach Ricky Westland says so far they've made it through a couple of games. Now they have freshmen like Chase Klein and Cinch Heichel and Austin Cronin that are not playing, but they're not in the too deep anyway. On the other side, for Axtell, they lose A.J. Skaggs, the 6'3", senior, 325-pound lineman, a state finalist in wrestling last year, uh, broke his leg, and he is out. Now, we did get to talk to him uh, down on the sidelines. It looks like he will be able to come back for wrestling season, whether that's the start or not, but uh, he will be able to get back to wrestling and maybe another chance to get back uh, to the state. And then, of course, tonight, Jake Marsh is not going to be suited up uh, for Axtell for uh, disciplinary reasons, and so they will have a different look at quarterback here tonight. Injury report brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. You don't know anybody that works there, do you, Ryan? 
Ah, no, there's this one guy, though, that always bothers me at family events. Oh, Greg Dogren, I tell you. <laughs> well, we are going to take a break and get ready for the start of high school football. Pleasanton and Axtell, you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina Feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. The first bank and trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's first bank and trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's first bank and trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. 18 total players suited up tonight for Axtell as they stood for the National Anthem. I counted 24 for Pleasanton this evening, so they should have a little more depth. And don't forget that you can always listen to all of our high school sporting events online, brought to you by Barty Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln, PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com has the game live. The podcast is up within 30 minutes of the end of the contest. However, it takes long for our producers to download it back at the studio. We will have photos from the game today in Elm Creek. We'll have photos from the game today here in Axtell up on PlatteRiverPreps.com over the weekend. It's all free for you to use and download as you would like. So Pleasanton is going to kick things off here. And to put the ball on the tee is going to be Grady Chandler, the sophomore, as they move from left to right. The wind not quite as uh, brisk as it was earlier this afternoon. And with the north-south field, uh, that makes a difference. Uh, East-west field, of course, over there at uh, Elm Creek. And ready to boot it away, moving from north to south, will be the Pleasanton Bulldogs. And back to receive it will be Jarrett Bertrand for Axtell. Ready for high school football on week three, Friday night. Here we go as the whistle set to blow, and we are underway as the kick is Grady Chandler's, and he is going to boot a good one here. Bertrand backpedaling, got it at the one, so he'll bring it up the field, 10, 15, veers to his left, and an open field tackle at the 15-yard line by Kessler Dixon, and a nice open field tackle there will give Axtell the ball at about the 15-yard line, first down and 10. So a quick change here, Ryan. When you have a quarterback change, any change just the day before the game, it'll be interesting to see what they want to do. Yeah, chemistry will be something to watch here early. Let's see if they just keep it on the ground. Of course, Danberg knows what he's doing back there. He has quarterback, and he turns, hands it to the eye back. It's fumbled, the ball in the air, and it goes right into the hands of the Pleasanton Bulldogs and Travis Tolls. 
handed off, a hand got right on his wrist, it popped into the air, and one play into the ball game, the visiting Bulldogs have the football and just turn the sticks at the 15-yard line. Yeah, just like I was talking about right there before the play, chemistry, something to watch there, didn't get the handoff clean there, and lo and behold, turnover. So, great field position, tolls the lone running back, as Pulaski is the quarterback, he'll carry it as much as anybody. He's under center, and it's going to be an option pass. Rolling to the right, wide open in the end zone, but drops. Hunter Pates, who's been coming back, one of just the three seniors on this football team, probably couldn't believe how wide open he no, was. No, yeah, I was going to say, he knew he had space. He knew he could see the pylon out of the corner of one eye. Must have thought it was too easy of a catch and just let her go. Some will... Turn it back over here on second down and 10 at the Axtell 15-yard line. They put in the slot, Dixon to the left, and just about a yard behind the quarterback, Pulaski, will be Klein, and they will hand it to him on the dive. He'll make it to the 10-yard line, a gain of five on the play, and it'll be third down and five, and obviously an eight-man. You will see more four-down territory. It's an 80-yard field, and you know right there that if you don't get it on second and third, you're going to go for it on fourth anyway, so they wanted to see what they could get on the ground, and Checking into the ball game will be Tice Westland, the six-foot freshman end. Yeah, certainly a good push up there by Pleasanton. We talked about their size, and it looks like early on that size is getting a good push. Second down and five at the 10-yard line of Axtell. Pulaski, pitch play, tolls, trying to get to the left side. They string it out. He'll put his shoulder down. be brought down just short of the first down by Tyler Danberg at about the six. So it'll be fourth down and one. And if Axtell could somehow get a stop here after that turnover in the red zone, that would really ease the tension here on the opening night of home football for the Wildcats. Good flow there by the Axtell linebackers. Could have been a first down there, but uh, gave the extra effort and got him stopped before the pylon. Fourth down and one at the six. Pulaski, let's see. There's nobody covering the center right here. They could go straight ahead. Instead, they're going to go to the right straight ahead, and Tolls kind of shoves Pulaski, and he's got enough for the first down. They weren't thinking touchdown. They were thinking first down. Again, a two to the four. It'll be first down and goal. First first down of the football game. Pleasanton in good shape here after Axtell fumbled on the opening possession. That's always tough because you got the ball. You got the start. uh, You're hoping to get things going here, and it's just like you kicked off. Uh, Only way worse. Pleasanton had starting field position at your 15. Axtell looks like they're loading the line of scrimmage. First down and goal at the four. Let's see if they go wide here on the offense. Pulaski takes the snap, pitch play to Tolls, trying to string it out to the right, follows his blocks but doesn't get anywhere. Back to the line of scrimmage, and he's gang-tackled out there. Creighton Kring, who's a beast. (laughs) It's hard to believe that he's only a junior. He's one of those kids that I'm sure all the opponents think, didn't he graduate two years ago? (laughs) There's always kids like that from every school, and yeah, Kring's certainly one of them. Uh, We'll see how resilient the Axtell defense is here. Uh, second down, goal to go. We'll give Tolls about a half a yard, call it the three. Second and goal at the three. Slot to the right side is Kessler Dixon. They send him in motion. Fullback dive is pulled back by the quarterback, Pulaski. He leans across the goal line and is into the end zone for a Pleasanton touchdown. Tyler Pulaski had to lean that football out there, but he did just that, and he's able to get Pleasanton on the board with 9.41 to go here in the first quarter, a three-yard run by the quarterback that has scored a lot during his time at Pleasanton. Carries the ball a lot every game. Expect to see him carrying the ball plenty today. Going to go for two. 
Really no different look so far on the offensive formation. Pitch play tolls left, 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 and got in there. Just followed some good blocking and uh, had to string it out. We are seeing Tolls being uh, in his four runs already very patient running the football. Yeah, using using his vision uh, to help him pick out some holes. It'll be interesting to see how he uses that uh, when we got a lot, much larger field to play from. A short field there, uh, and Axtell uh, really eager to get the ball back on offense here, I'm sure. Uh, five points bank, touchdown, a three-yard run by Tyler Pulaski, 9.41 to go in the first. Pleasanton 8, Axtell nothing. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. I want to remind you that if you're headed to your game, at your game, listening to us tonight, we always would love to get an update from wherever you're at so that we can read the scores on our Simonson Agency scoreboard. The number is 308-646-0506. You can text, like right now, it would be Pleasanton 8, Axtell 0, early first, send it to us, or you can call in as well as we are ready to boot it away. And Pleasanton... Grady Chandler looks like he's got enough leg to get it to the end zone. Last time to the one, this time a little shorter, taken on the run at the nine-yard line by Jarrett Bertrand, and he breaks a tackle at the 20. He's up to the 25, and then he'll be upended there by Patrick Bukowski, but a nice return, and Axtell's got a little bit better field position now. They've got to hang on to the football. First down and 10 at their own 28-yard line, 9.36 to go here in the first quarter. Pleasanton took advantage of the fumble on the opening play of the game, and they lead it 8 to nothing. And it looks like they are going to put Gomez back there at the I-back position. Braden hasn't played a whole lot of running back so far this year, but we all know how fast he is, the 100-yard champ. And then they are going to put Klein at the fullback. Use both their ends in there. Five linemen. Here's an inside handoff to the fullback. And Jared Klein will fight for a tough yard, maybe a yard and a half, get to the 30, a gain of two. Yeah, Pleasanton linebackers not fooled there. Uh, a little look like a, a fake pitch trap there inside, but the uh, Pleasanton linebackers uh, stayed on their assignment and made a good play. Axtell still trying to figure what they want to do here in their third game under new head coach Dean Marsh. A lot of power football, power eye set here on second down and eight. Pitch to Gomez, trying to get to his left. Finds a hole, 35, breaks a tackle, fumbled again though. Pulowski knocked it out, and it fumbled it out of bounds. It is going to be enough for the first down, but Gomez is going to have to secure that football. And that's going to be a gain of 13. They gave him a pretty good bounce on that fumble forward. He made about five yards on the fumble. So a gain of 13 for Braden Gomez, and Axtell has their first first down of the football game, and they move into Pleasanton territory. Ball security early on looking like an issue Axtell might need to keep an eye on. Again, running that double tight end, tight eye formation. Pitch play, Gomez to the right side. Tries to cut it back, nowhere to go. Good spin move to avoid a tackle. Boy, he's making some good yards after contact. He'll squeak inside the 35 to the 34. He covered a lot of ground just to pick up three yards. Yeah, Gomez is certainly shifty. Pleasanton so far early doing a good job of corralling him because I tell you what, you give him space and he is off to the races. Well, Gomez is just a great athlete at everything he does and uh, Axtell has some athletes. There's no doubt about that. 
Sometimes your football players playing basketball. Some of your times your tracksters playing football. I mean, but uh, they've got just good athletes across the board. Second down and seven at the 34. Pitch play into the new eye back, Jared Bertrand. Again, everything trying to go outside. He gets to the 30 where Pulaski will shove him down. That's a gain of four. And obviously, Ryan Axtell doesn't want to run it between the guards, even though they've got those five linemen, double end, double guard, and the center. They know that Pleasanton is a little more experienced and big up front. Yeah, they got a lot of upperclassmen and they got a lot of size. They know that they're going to use that speed to their advantage if they can get it to the outside. Uh, help them out a ton this game. 8 nothing, Pleasanton. 7.50 to go first quarter, third and three. Axtell at the 29-yard line of Pleasanton. On their second drive, they'll hand it to Bertrand, and somebody flipped that shoelace right out from under him. I think Caleb Riesland fired off the ball at the nose guard, and he fell forward for a yard, so it's going to be fourth down and two. Interesting to see them go back to the middle with such success to the outside. We'll see what they do here. And they bring Gomez in. You have to think Gomez is really kind of the speed back. They want to get to the outside. They have no problem running Bertrand up in between the guards. And so either Klein on this fourth down for a fullback trap or you try to get Gomez outside. Everybody in the box. There's the pitch wide. Cutting it back against the grain. Breaking a tackle at the 25. Down to the 20. A sprint to the end zone. And Gomez will win that every time. A 29-yard touchdown run by Braden Gomez. And Axtell answers right back. And there it is, the explosiveness of Gomez. I tell you what, uh, Tyler Pulaski just got in the backfield there, almost got a shoelace and ended that play before it could start. Uh, But uh, Gomez off to the races. So fast, so quick, has good vision. And you're exactly right. Uh, Most guys would have been hemmed in in the backfield, but he's so quick that he was able to cut back, and when you're trying to fill the box on fourth and short, there's nobody back. So we go for the two-point conversion now. Danberg, the quarterback, going to give it to the fullback, who is Creighton Kring, and Kring is going to come up short. So the two-point conversion is no good. Our five-points bank touchdown is a 29-yard run by Braden Gomez with 7.06 to go here in the first quarter. It's Pleasanton 8 and Axtell 6. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Early across the board, not a lot of scores out there, but Boone Central Newman Grove has jumped out to a 14-0 lead over O'Neill in a top-10 battle, and that game has moved into the second quarter in C1. Carney Catholic and Ogallala 7-7 on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Right now we're ready to see Axtell kick off for the first time here this evening. And booting it away will be Tyler Danberg. It'll be taken at the 6-yard line up the middle of the field to the 20. To the 25, and the tackle made there on Kessler-Dixon by Jarrett Bertrand, and Pleasanton will have it first down and 10. So both teams have shown that they can uh, return kicks. 
always big in eight, man. If you get to a high-scoring game and you have, you know, one of those 42-38s or 56-46, there's usually always some kind of a kick return in that game. And Pleasanton has shown nothing different as they come up to the line, always putting Dixon in slot one way or the other, and Toll's right behind. They put him in motion and just go fullback dive here, and a big tackle at the 30-yard line, showing that they know how to tackle is Creighton Kring. And I know that Coach Marsh had talked about that. That was one of the problems last year. And again, some of the guys that they were trying to tackle were just more physical and more mature. Tolls is going to pick up three to the 30. Yeah, Kring got an arm on him. And, you know, for a second there, it looked like he was going to get out of his reach. But Kring's strength just tears him down. Kring's as good as anybody around here. He's just an outstanding athlete, good football player. As they run option, they're going to give it to Tolls, and there's nowhere for him to go. Tom Peterson among those to blow it up, a gain of one for Tolls. Axtell's defense showing some resiliency here. Uh, this is exactly what they needed after uh, fumbling the ball early. Trampy also in there on the tackle. And you think there's some speedsters out there. Then you look down and you look at Colton Trampy, who looks just like a small college player out there at 6'3", 220. Going to be third down and about six yards to go. Pleasanton at their own 31-yard line, leading it 8-6. to six. Center Bronson Gibbons sets him down. Out of the pistol this time. Pulaski wants to keep it, and everybody knew it. Who's there again? You don't even have to look at the number a couple of times. You know that it's Creighton Kring, and you know that it's Colton Trampy, and Pulaski lost a yard back to the 30-yard line. Axtell got a great jump on that ball there early and snuffed that play out. So Axtell, after the turnover on the opening play and now having to come out, is going to be Trampy. He got cut on his left arm, and so they're going to have to clean that up. But it's a putting situation here for Pleasanton. And back to kick it away, Jackson Keyshaw, 5'9", sophomore. And back to return it, Dustin Klingsporn at his own 20. Here's the snap. Good one. The kick is away. Pretty good line drive kick that's going to be taken at the 18-yard line down the left sideline. 20 and a big hit on the tackle by Kessler Dixon. And a punt that time of 30 yards, a return of about six. Yeah, that was a great uh, great wrap-up there. It looked like there was some room to run, but uh, close the play down quick. We've seen a couple of nice open field tackles. We're about halfway through the quarter, so they're going to take a water break on a warmer-than-normal night. And so a timeout here at Axtell. 5.15 to go in the first quarter. It is Pleasanton 8, Axtell 6, Axtell ball first and 10 at their 25 when we return. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. 
Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren back here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Axtell, Keen, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. First and ten, pitch play Gomez. Trying to get to the outside, cuts it against the grain. Look out. If he gets to the corner, 30, 35, 40. Tolls is the only guy that can get him, and he slows him up to let Dixon make the tackle at the 25-yard line. Again, a 30, and that's why Braden Gomez is so important to have in there offensively in the backfield for Axtell. Yeah, you thought you had him behind the line of scrimmage, and then all of a sudden he uses his elusiveness to get out to the outside. Tolls showing his uh, football IQ there, though. Just used the right angle to make sure he could catch Gomez, who appeared to be gone. Man, when he reversed field, Caleb Reeslin just about kept him back there. But Caleb's a big guy, and Braden's a fast guy, and they're going to actually go pistol for the first time, try and confuse, counter it to Gomez to the left, and that confused no one. Three guys over there. Pulaski will make the tackle as Gomez is down at the original line of scrimmage. Braden had 70. Of course, he got none on his first carry. That was a fumble. He got none there. So the four in between, 75 yards. Yeah, making up for uh, some lost time there. Uh, Kessler Dixon was over there for that play, as well as Connor Hand. So swarm tackling right now from Pleasanton. Tyler Danberg, they're not asking him to do a whole lot so far here in the first quarter. Just hand the ball off. Pitch play, Gomez to the right side. Tries to follow his block. Always cuts it back. It breaks another tackle, and he's going to go into the end zone. Holy cow, 25 yards for Braden Gomez. And the original play almost every time, Ryan, is shut down by Pleasanton, and he's just cutting it back against the grain and beating those bigger, slower linemen. And a 25-yard touchdown puts him at 100 yards in the first quarter for his second touchdown. Yeah, it appeared he'd almost followed the uh, wrong blocker or almost took the wrong angle, but I tell you what, he used this elusiveness to just slip between two bigger linemen. So they line up to go for two out of the I formation. Danberg pitches it to Gomez, goes left, follows his blocks, and they were able to knock him out of bounds before he got to the pile on the tackle made by Connor Hand. Our five points bank touchdown, the second of the quarter by Braden Gomez, a 25-yard run to go with an earlier 29-yard run. The two-point conversion is no good, and with 4-11 to go in the first, it's Axtell 12, Pleasanton 8 here on Classic Hits. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Doug Duda, our... Sideline man right here with me today is Ryan Dahlgren and our producer back at the studio, Caleb Henry. As we get ready to have the ball booted away by Danberg for Axtell. Tries to kick it into the end zone, knocking it down soccer style as Kessler Dixon at the 3 up to the 10, 15. And then he's going to be wrapped up in a penalty flag as he crosses the 20-yard line. Tom Peterson and our first flag of the night. We'll have to give a credit to Caleb back at the studio. He said he did start Braden Gomez and Devin Walker as his fantasy running backs today. Yeah, he definitely uh, has been listening to uh, Luke Hoover's fantasy predictions because I tell you what, 
Uh, he's going to score a lot of points for him tonight. Well, the block in the back and that flag about 10 yards behind where the tackle was made lays at about the 18, so we're going to be half the distance. This ball is going to end up at around the 9 for Pleasanton. I'll tell you what, Axtell really uh, tracked that kickoff well. I'm impressed with how far Pleasanton got it forward, of course, uh, nullified with that penalty flag there. And they will finally set the ball down at the 9, so the first penalty of the ball game, and Pleasanton has their backs against the wall. Now let's see if they can find some offense again. Axtell fumbled the first play of the game, and it was just a 15-yard drive for Pleasanton. Pulaski under center on first and 10. They'll send the man in motion and give it off to the fullback, Tolls. And Tolls gets a couple of hard yards. And look at 55 and 56, Peterson and Trampy closing things down up the middle. So uh, defensively, there's trouble running it between the guards for Pleasanton as well. Axtell's been up to the task again at two. Yeah, Travis Tolls really earned those yards too. You could just... See his legs turning and turning and turning there. If you would have just given up, he might have ended up behind the line of scrimmage. And again, Pleasanton takes that extra second to break the huddle, so you know it's going to be something different here on second down and eight. At least you assume it will be. And Pulaski, pitch play. No, just a pitch play out to the right side. Tolls gets to the corner, cuts back, breaks a tackle 15, gets to the 20, has a first down. And maybe it was something different, as that's the best run of the night so far for Pleasanton. Yeah, Pleasanton, both teams actually finding success running to the outside. Uh, that play almost blown up there, though, by Jarrett Bertrand, uh, who just barely missed the tackle near the sideline. That's the best run of the first quarter here by Travis Tolls, and Pleasanton will pick up the first down out to the 21-yard line. 3-13 to go in the first quarter, 12-8 Axtell. Two Braden Gomez touchdowns. Pulaski now in the shotgun. A little more spread formation. Jet sweep. They'll hand it off here to Dixon going from right to left, and he gets into the secondary, 35-40, and it will be run down from behind in Axtell territory by Jarrett Bertrand at the 32-yard line. That's a 27-yard run for Kessler Dixon, the first time that he's carried the ball in the game. Yeah, good play action fake there by Tyler Pulaski. Uh, just gave him enough time to freeze the backers and uh, allow the back to get around the outside. You like to see runs like that when you were back there, all that good blocking? Absolutely. When can't do it without blockers. First down and 10 at the Axtell 32-yard line. This time they'll roll to the right. Pulaski wants to throw, but everybody's back against the grain, so he floats it out here for Pates, and will they give it to him? Yes, they did at the 15-yard line. The ball kind of slid through his hands, but he still got that foot down, and it's going to be a gain of 17. Yeah, really good uh, bootleg there by Pulaski. Uh, just getting outside and finding the open man. That is the first completed pass by either team here in the game. In fact, Axtell has not asked Tyler Danberg to throw the ball once. Again, he is in tonight for Jake Marsh, who is not suited up. And then you have A.J. Skaggs, who broke his leg last week. He's not suited up. So Axtell playing some gutty football here without those two and fumbling and giving up an easy six to start the game. And now they're up 12-8. But here comes Pleasanton again, first and 10 at the 15-yard line. Fake the handoff one way give it on the jet sweep and this time there's nowhere to go for Kessler Dixon yeah gang tackled there by the Wildcats I believe Tyler Danberg uh, Jarrett Bertrand in there on that and it looks like maybe one of the big boys got stepped on down there Colton Trampy uh, his right ankle calf maybe either just got twisted or stepped on he's going to limp off the field I think he's going to be okay Nick Pearson will come back in take his spot Second down, made about the length of the football, so you can call it nine, you can call it ten, whatever you want. It's still 
A long way to go here at the 15-yard line. And back to that pistol for Pulaski. They've got Tolls up on the line of scrimmage and Dixon in the backfield, and they will hand it to Kessler. Straight up the middle, has a hole inside the 10, gets close to the 6. Going to be just short of the first down, but a different look and play. We haven't seen that so far tonight from Pleasanton, and it works for 9 yards. It'll be 3rd and 1. Yeah, good-looking play there. Uh, the end got a really good push to allow that hole to open up at short field position here. So one for the first down and six, excuse me, uh, yeah, six for the touchdown. Third and one at the six. Same formation as we just saw with Pulaski and the pistol. Dixon to his right, tolls as a wing back to the left, and they will give it to, uh, again, Dixon to get the first down to the four-yard line. And on the tackle for Bertrand is going to be Creighton Kring, but getting what they need, Dixon 38 yards on this drive for Pleasanton. Yeah, Pleasanton, they weren't going for a touchdown there. They knew they just needed to uh, get the first down to reset the uh, chains. First and goal to go. 12-8 Axtell. A minute 20 remains in this first quarter of play that saw maybe a little more offense than we would have thought. Pulaski will be in the shotgun. And he talks to Dixon, gets him adjusted, moves him over a little bit. First and goal at the four. Pulaski on the jet sweep, hands it off to him, chits to the left corner, breaks a tackle, and into the end zone is Kessler Dixon. Again, though, looked like Axtell's Tyler Danberg got in the backfield. All these touchdowns, it seems like, coming on nearly uh, blown plays. And they're finding some good runs by all the backs right now, and a four-yard touchdown run, our fourth touchdown here of the quarter. One minute to go, and it's now 14-12 to 12 Pleasanton as they line up to go for two. And they like this formation, so they're going to keep Tolls as the wing back and stay out of this pistol with Dixon. And Dixon moved, and I think one of the linemen moved as well. So a five-yard penalty for illegal procedure on the PAT. So that'll back him up to the seven. You tell both teams expecting a lot of runs here. Uh, no free safety deep back, um, keeping all eight players up near the line of scrimmage. Kearney Catholic has taken a 10-0 lead over Ogallala. That's an updated score, which was in air earlier, so we wanted to pass that along to you. Columbus has a 7-3 lead over Grand Island Northwest in the first quarter. Now, after the five-yard penalty, the two-point conversion for Pleasanton from the seven-yard line. Same formation out of the pistol for Pulaski. He's going to roll to his right, trying to throw the football. Now tucks it up, and he is going to run out of real estate. Strung out well as Creighton Kring forced him out of bounds, and the two-point conversion is no good. So each team has scored two touchdowns. The difference is Pleasanton has a two-point conversion. One minute to go in the first. Pleasanton 14, Axtell 12, five points bank touchdown, a four-yard run from Kessler Dixon. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. 
So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasant to Meet. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasant and Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren with you here at Axtell. Still a minute to go in the first quarter, 14-12 to 12, Pleasanton. And ready to boot it away for the Bulldogs is Grady Chandler. Chandler, a high, shorter kick that'll be taken and then fumbled. Bertrand goes back to get it at the 5. That breaks down all the coverage, and he will bring it across the 10 to about the 12 before he is upended by Kessler-Dixon. And Axtell will start a little back closer to their own end line than they had hoped. Interesting there, that uh, muff. You don't see those very often on kickoffs, but those are sometimes the most dangerous plays. Uh, guys just running uh, uncontrollably towards that football sometimes. Yeah, they kind of forget their lanes and where they're supposed to be. And If you had a guy like Gomez, the way he's been running, he might have burned him. He's back in there at the I-back position, first and 10 at the 12. Toss sweep right side. This time Gomez will keep it out there. He'll drag a couple of defenders across the 15 to the 16-yard line. Pulaski in on the tackle, but they're not afraid to lower the shoulder also in there on the tackle was Jackson Keyshaw. It's going to be a gain of four, four and a half on the play. Yeah, Pleasanton looks like they're uh, trying to reach for the ball early. Uh, they uh, know Axtell hasn't been able to hold on the ball super well, and it looks like they're now starting to try taking advantage of that as Gomez uh, was stood up a little bit there. Yeah, he's fumbled twice, uh, including losing one on the first touch of the ball game. Under 30 seconds to go in the first quarter, second down and six. At the 16, fake the toss sweep. Danbury wants to throw, goes deep down the middle. It's underthrown and incomplete. Trying to get it to Lane Bertrand. Axtell wanted to get a flag thrown, but the official's probably not going to throw pass interference on an underthrown football, and that's exactly what that was. And you know what? That's the first chuck for Danberg of the night. We'll see him throw the ball a few more times. I don't expect to see it in the air 20 times unless they have to play comeback in the second half. No, absolutely. Lane Bertrand there had an open lane to look like through the end zone, but just a slightly underthrown ball there by Danberg. So third down now in six. Ball at their own 16-yard line. Toss it to Gomez. Good swarming, and this time Gomez is not able to cut back against the grain and get extra yardage as Bronson Gibbons is there to get the tackle. He did get some positive yardage, about three to the 19. It's going to be fourth down and three, and that'll be the end of the first quarter of play. Braden Gomez, 107 yards and two touchdowns for Axtell, but Pleasanton took advantage of a fumble on the first play of the game and their two-point conversion is the difference. Pleasanton 14, Axtell 12. You're listening to Friday Night Football on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. 
start the second quarter. It will be fourth down and three here. And a putting situation, going for the block and getting a little bit of the foot. The ball goes straight up in the air, and then it takes a Pleasanton bounce. Axtell does it down, and Dean Marsh was going to go out there and doubt it himself as it took a bounce backwards to about the 32-yard line. That's only going to be about a 15-yard punt, maybe 14, and Pleasanton will have good field position. Good rush there by Pleasanton on that punt. You can definitely tell they uh, had the punter rattled leading to that uh, short punt. And we're going to have a timeout. Coach Marsh didn't like that. Now he wants his defense to shore it up. So Pleasanton took the lead. Three and out here for Axtell. He wants to get his kids on the right frame of mind here. So a timeout on the field. This will be the first one of the first half. Taking a look at some numbers uh, in the first quarter of play here. We had for Axtell unofficially 114 yards of a total offense. 107 of that came from Braden Gomez, and it was all on the ground. For Pleasanton, I had them for 90 yards of offense, 73 on the ground, 42 of that from Kessler-Dixon, 27 from Travis Tolles, and then 17 through the air. Each team uh, was opportunity to punt. That was the first punt there to start the second quarter, but uh, two penalties on Pleasanton, none on Axtell. Yeah, so far an exciting game here early in Axtell America. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren. Our producer-engineer back at the studios, Caleb Henry. After the timeout, Pleasanton will get the offensive play call and see what they want to do. They took advantage of a short field to start the ball game. This isn't quite a 15-yard drive, but they've got 33 yards they're going to have to cover here in the first play for them of the second quarter. They'll go back to their standard formation, and Pulaski rolls right. He wants to throw. Rolling, 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 throws underneath, but it is behind his tight end, Hunter Pates, who was double-covered out there in the flat by Lane Bertrand and Braden Gomez. Yeah, looked like great coverage there from Axtell. Really no one open there, although I will say it seemed like the pass could have got there. Uh, Axtell's defenders let up in the end. Carney High is on the board, 7-0 over North Platte. They have just got to the second quarter of play. <laughs> Holdridge leads Alliance 14-0. Columbus still 7-3 over Grand Island Northwest. Scotts Bluff at Lexington is up 14-7 in the first. Waverly has a 7-6 lead at Aurora in the second quarter. Off the Simonson Agency scoreboard, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney. Second down and 10 now. For Pulaski, he's going to keep it on a quarterback keeper to the left side, cuts back up over his center, gets minimal yardage to about the 27-yard line, a gain of four. It'll be third down and six. Yeah, Pulaski, not a very big fellow, 5'7", 160 here on the depth chart, but I tell you what, he runs a lot bigger than that, uses his shoulder pads well and runs low to the ground. Ogallala has taken a 16-10 to lead over Kearney Catholic right now on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50. Kozad and Adam Central are scoreless in the second quarter of play. Well, now they've adjusted that. Kearney Catholic 16, Ogallala nothing. So we'll get that right for you. Sorry for the uh, inconvenience. Pulaski back to pass, just chucking it up for Pates one-on-one. Gomez never looked back. Pates comes back, tries to jump over him, and it was just an underthrown ball and incomplete. And that'll bring up fourth down. And there was no trickeration there, Ryan. It was Pates running down the field. And Pulaski was just going to throw it up to the 6'3", 185-pound senior who has a little bit of height on the 5'8", safety in Braden Gomez. Yeah, went up and over, almost made a spectacular catch, but Gomez really in the right place at the right time. So we'll call it fourth down and five and a half yards to go here. 
Pleasanton going for it at the Axtell 27-yard line. Under center, Pulaski. He'll follow his blockers and nowhere to go. He got a yard and was swarmed over. Everybody was there. Tyler Danberg, Colton Trampy. Pulaski got back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. And so Axtell, after the short punt of 14 yards, will survive and get the ball back at their own 27 first and 10. Yeah, good resiliency there by Axtell. Sometimes it's really difficult playing with such a short field, uh, but doing a good job here getting the offense back out. Another score for you on 1230 KHAS. St. Cecilian Sutton scoreless in the second quarter of play. Here it is first down and 10, Axtell. Gomez, the eyeback, Klein, the fullback. They want to throw. The end didn't get released from the line, and now Danberg is going to be sacked. It appears he almost got away, and finally bringing him down behind the line of scrimmage, Bronson Gibbons. They were actually trying to sneak the fullback, Klein, out of the backfield, and he couldn't get off of the defensive end, and that's when the scramble began. There was nowhere to go for Tyler Danberg. He is going to lose five yards on the play in the game's first sack. Yeah, Pleasanton had him wrapped up a little bit further back. Danberg almost taking a play out of the Gomez playbook and escaping, uh, but those big, strong front Pleasanton defenders able to wrap him up. Once in a while, you have to play action on first, and then, now that puts him behind the chain, second and 15, so they pitch to Gomez left. Again, tries to cut it back on the numbers. Breaks one tackle, breaks two, and now here he goes. 30, 40, he stayed in bounds. He'll walk the last 40 untouched. Braden Gomez. 58 yards, his third touchdown of the first half. Goodness me, we have an explosive player on the field in Braden Gomez. I tell you what, every time he gets a score, it seems like he's wrapped up in the backfield. This time, it almost looked like he stepped out of bounds, but just stayed in bounds and was able to uh, turn on the afterburners for a score there. And it's got to be frustrating over there for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Gomez has just been outstanding. 165 yards on an 80-yard field here in the first half of play. And Axtell doesn't need a lot of first downs when they get the big play. So they'll line up to go for two, which may become important now if this is going to turn into a shootout. Quarterback Danberg wants to follow both of his backs, roll to the right, and doesn't get in there. Well covered. The tackle is made by Connor Hand. And a 58-yard run by Braden Gomez is our five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank in Kearney. 10-0-1 to go in the first half. It is Axtell 18, Pleasanton 14. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308-468-6206. Well, the Axtell Wildcats in their home opener, down two starters, are playing good, and Braden Gomez is playing outstanding, but whatever they're doing with their blocking scheme is allowing Gomez to get back and break some tackles. 
And he has touchdown runs of 29, 25, and now 58 yards here in the first half as Tyler Danberg will boot it away. Short kick. Can they run it down? They're going to have to because it stays in bounds at the seven-yard line and picked up by Dixon up to the 15. A little seam 20, 25. Almost got free. The last guy that could get him was Tom Peterson, but it wouldn't have mattered. There is a penalty flag at the 20-yard line. It looked like one of the Pleasanton guys just went flying through the air there, or the Axtell guys went flying through the air there just when Dixon broke free. And that is why. And so Pleasanton's going to have to start back at their own 10-yard line, their second illegal block on a kick return. Yeah, you see an awful lot of those, a lot of players really trying to blow up plays, but it seems like more often than not they get a penalty out of the uh, the uh, supposed big block. Looking for some more scores to uh, bring to you. We're a little light, it seems like, so far today. So if you could text or call in your score to the Platte River Prep score line, it is 308-646-0506. In six-man, Wilcox Hildreth has a 15-12 lead over Elwood. Harvard leads Silver Lake. That's in the second. In the first, Harvard leads Silver Lake 16-0. Deschler beat Maywood Hayes Center today 62-16. Pleasanton now down four. We'll have it first and ten at their own ten-yard line. Pulaski just gives it to his fullback, and there is nowhere to go for Tolls. And Bertrand, or excuse me, Axtell has figured out, uh, Ryan, how to shut that down. It worked a little bit earlier, but it's not working anymore. No, yeah, Axtell really keying in on those inside runs. Uh, Pleasanton might want to go back to the outside. They had some success with that earlier. It'll be interesting to see what they do here with uh, second and ten to go. Pulaski has... One completed ball in four attempts, so the air is not where the offense is coming from so far here this evening. I'll actually put a slot back in Grady Chandler. It looks like out to the right. Pulaski just going to hand it off again on that jet sweep, and he is triple teamed. Dixon nowhere to go, and they're not getting hit by one guy now, Ryan. They're getting hit by half the team. Yeah, gang tackling. Tyler Danberg got in the backfield and slowed up the Pleasanton running back enough to allow three Axtell Wildcats to get in there and eat him up. Pleasanton's going to have to check their blocking scheme, it looks like, right now, because Axtell has it figured out, and maybe Coach Westland is going to call a timeout. That is exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be third down and 11 after a yard loss on the play. First timeout here for Pleasanton. With 8.47 to go in the first half of play, it is Axtell 18, Pleasanton 14, And we'll be right back on Classic Hits. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geoheat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. 
Welcome back to the Carney Tonian Repair broadcast booth. A third and 11 coming up at their own nine. Here's an option pitch. Tolls, and he's got all kinds of room. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Down the sideline. Where will they say that he stepped out of bounds? That all the way at the 35-yard line. A gain of 26, the biggest run of the night for Travis Tolls. So they did do something different out of that timeout, Ryan. And, I mean, when he turned the corner, everybody was bunched in the box there and back downfield waiting for a, a pass because it was third and long. You don't see that kind of open field right there very often. They really only needed to block one guy on the edge. Yeah, Hunter Pates did a good job of running off of Gomez. I almost thought it was going to be a long pass there early. So first out and 10, Pleasanton at their own 35. Gets away from their own end zone option play. Pulaski will just take it himself off the right end. Dive forward for about four out to the 39-yard line. Pulaski doing a good job of getting behind his blockers, uh, really making it hard there uh, for Axtell to get a clean hit on him. And we got a man down. Might be a cramp. Jared Klein acts like he wants to get up, and this is usually where we see that cramp. He does get up, and hopefully that's all it is. He's going to try and get off the field under his own power as the trainer is over there to help him out. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. And coming in for Axtell will be Ryan Hubbard to take his spot defensively. Second down and six for Pleasanton at their own 39-yard line, trailing 18-14 to 14 with 8.20 to go in the first half. Pulaski under center. They'll send Dixon in motion, run option from right to left. Pulaski keeps it, cuts back, and here comes all kinds of penalty flags. That might be a face mask. It has to be because there was nobody left to block for Pulaski. Ryan Hubbard, who just checked in, looked like he was going to make the tackle, then Pulaski spun free, but the flags all came out. It was very obvious on what the infraction was. Good play by Pulaski to get the spin move there. Helped him fall forward. Might have been the cause of the face mask. So a gain of one, and then we'll add the face mask yardage on, which should give Pleasanton the first down. Pleasanton, very methodical in their drives. Uh, we've seen a lot of explosive plays from Axtell, uh, but that's giving Pleasanton a lot of time to, uh, to burn off, keep Axtell's defense on the field. That is the first penalty of the ball game against Axtell on the five-yard face mask. So it'll be first down and 10 for the Bulldogs at the Wildcat 35-yard line. Axtell up 18-14 and putting almost all eight of them in the box. They're all within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Option again. This time Pulaski keeps it for about a two-yard gain up to the 33-yard line. Axtell again snuffed that play out there. Uh, just flowing with the uh, offensive line and then able to get a good push. They list Tyler at 5'7", and sometimes it's hard to find him, a little harder when the little guys are in there with 11-man football. But uh, he has not been able to slide free yet in this first half. No, he has not, but he's definitely a hard runner, keeping the shoulder pads low to the ground, and he's fighting for those extra yards every chance he gets. Second down and eight at the Axtell 33. Tolls. Going to stay in to block. Pulaski wants to throw, going deep down the field, and it's over the outstretched hands of Jackson Keyshaw. Right now, Ryan Pleasanton, their passes, there's really not a rhyme or reason to them. It's run and throw it as far as you can. There's no crossing patterns. There's no hooks. There's no little dump-off screen passes. Uh, he's just trying to get it to the bigger guys. Now, that's, that's what the advantage is for Pleasanton. Their ends going downfield are taller than the defensive backs that Axtell has out there. Yeah, it seems that the uh, speed of Axtell is keeping up good with Pleasanton. 
Third and eight now out of the uh, shotgun. Pulaski option pitch to the wing back and tolls, but he's smothered in the backfield. Lane Bertrand did not bite on the fake and a two-yard loss for Travis Tolls. And it'll be fourth down and 10 Pleasanton at the Axtell 35-yard line. As much as Braden Gomez has done in this football game offensively for Axtell, their defense has gotten a much better as this game has progressed. And again, that first touchdown was off of a fumble for Pleasanton, so... Really a 15-yard drive, and uh, Axel's defense has played really good most of this game. Yeah, good alignment and assignment um, by Axel. Lane Bertrand uh, just slow play that if he would have bit on the fake, uh, that might have been uh, some six yards and some dust. Well, they line tolls up ahead of the quarterback, and when they wheeled him behind, that's kind of a red flag out there. And Coach Westlin wants to call another timeout on fourth down. You see that so much that you make a play call, and then you went, ah, I don't like this. So timeout on the field here by the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They've got a fourth and ten coming up at the Axtell 35 with six and a half to go in the first half of play. It's Axtell 18, Pleasanton 14. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. Well, let's see if Pleasanton has a money play here. They're going to send Pates out to the left, put Pulaski in that pistol on. Fourth down and ten. Looks like they want to bring some pressure. And Pulaski, well, we've got a whistle before they can get started. False start on Pleasanton. So back him up five more yards. That's their fourth penalty of the ballgame. Yeah, I believe that was Kessler Dixon there just getting excited. I uh, wanted to get a good block off because you could see the Axtell uh, Wildcats pinning their ears back, looking like they wanted to blitz. So now it's fourth down and 15 from midfield, and Pleasanton's going to go for it. I thought maybe they'd change their mind here and try to pooch punt one. Pulowski on fourth and 15, same look, back to pass, time, time, now throws it down the middle of the field. He's got Pates. Pates makes the catch inside the 10, and he'll be brought down first and goal. He just won the battle that time against Jarrett Bertrand. First and goal at the eight. I will Beautiful say, catch. Amazing catch. I was going to say, great defense there by Jarrett Bertrand, but just threading the needle was Pulaski allowing uh, the catch to be made. Just kind of a lot of hand fighting. Pate had to go back just a touch. Ball still being underthrown a little bit by Tyler Pulaski, but that is a huge play here after it seemed like Axel was going to have all the momentum. Remember, Pleasanton started this drive all the way back at their own 10-yard line, and now they have it first and goal at the 8 of Axtell, looking to take the lead back. And it'll be Pulaski handing it off to Tolls. Right side, Paul's fumbled, and Gomez covers it. Fumble by Pleasanton, and Braden Gomez jumps on it. Finally, a stroke of good luck for Axtell. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They have not given the ball to Axtell. It's going to be second down Pleasanton. They say that the runner's knee was down. And a huge break for Pleasanton, so it'll be second and goal at the seven. 
So Pleasanton avoids a disaster there, and they're going to line up in an eye formation for one of the rare times here on second and goal. Pulaski going to give it to the fullback, Tolls. Tolls trying to find some room, but there's not much there. Maybe got a yard to the six. It'll be third down and goal. Maybe they'll give him the five. We'll say it's between the five and the six. Third and goal from the five. Axtell fighting hard, backed up, back towards the end zone, but really getting a good push up front consistently. We'll see if Pleasanton mixes it up. Do they try two run plays, or do they go to the air right here? Third down and goal at the five. Five fifteen to go, and again, timeout here by Pleasanton, and that's been an mo over the years. Coach Westland is not afraid. Some coaches won't use them at all, and some coaches, any time that they have any indecisiveness, uh, will use it. But that is the last timeout for Pleasanton. So third and goal at the five for the Bulldogs. They trail 18-14 here at Axtell. 5-16 remaining in quarter number two. And let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, scoreboard brought to you by the Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney. They have you covered for home life and auto insurance. See them in Kearney in the strip mall just west of the Apple Market. And as we take a look at the scoreboard, moving our way back up to Class A, Kearney High, has a 7-0 lead over North Platte in the second quarter. Omaha Northwest, Grand Island, uh, just getting their game going in Omaha in Class B. Aurora, 19. Waverly, 7 in the second. York, 39. Skyler, nothing in the second quarter of play. Uh, Broken Bow hosting Shadron today, and so that is in the fourth quarter. Shadron shutting out Broken Bow, 22 to nothing In the third quarter, Boone Central Newman Grove leads O'Neill, 28 to nothing. Kearney Catholic has a 22-0 lead at Ogallala. They are in the second quarter. Adam Central and Kozad scoreless in the second quarter. And Minden leads Southern Valley in the second quarter by a score of 7-6. to six. Third and goal at the 5 for Pleasanton. Pulaski under center. He's going to hand it off on the counter play, and the trap won't go anywhere for a yard maybe for, to- or for Dixon. Fourth down and goal. Bertrand on the tackle. Yeah, you wondered if they were going to try something tricky there coming out of the timeout, but they went pretty basic with a trap play up the middle. Axtell was not fooled. Jared Klein still on the sideline over here. We kind of thought it was a cramp, but it looks like maybe they've wrapped up that right calf. So it might be more than a cramp for him, and he is standing on the sideline for Axtell. Pleasanton up to the line. They will put Dixon in that slot to the right, Tolls is the eye back, and they will be a rollout pass, looking to throw Pulaski underneath. The ball is deflected away, incomplete, trying to get it to the end. Jackson Keyshaw, and well covered out there by Creighton Kring, and a fourth down stop for Axtell. They'll take over at their own four. Good man-to-man coverage so far tonight by Axtell. Only really that one blown coverage. It wasn't even a blown coverage, actually. Still good coverage, just a better pass. So Axtell now, a long field to go. Pleasanton marched it from their 10 all the way down to the 4, but they come up with nothing. 4.29 remaining here. Axtell, if they can grind out a first down or two. Of course, the way Gomez is running, he's, he could need 5 yards or he could be back here and go 75. A little different look here for Danberg. He's in the shotgun. And he is going to hand it off to his fullback this time, who gets back to about the original line of scrimmage. Not much going there on a different-looking play for Creighton Kring. Interesting to see Axtell bring out the shotgun. 
Uh, near the goal line, usually you'd see teams tend to stay under center, a lot less a lot less chance for an error there. Um, but we'll see what Axtell comes out with uh, on this second down. Second down and 10 at their own four. And they don't even have Gomez in the game now. Jarrett Bertrand is the eye back. Toss sweep left side. He'll get to the outside and be pushed out of bounds once he gets just across the 10, maybe the 11-yard line. That's going to be a gain of seven. So a lot more manageable here on third down. Third and three. Running towards the short side of the field. Forced out of bounds there, but Bertrand looking good on that run. 350. And again, now if Pleasanton can come up with a stop, they should get really good field position. Neither team has shown a punter that's going to bomb them. Third down and three. Axtell. Toss sweep right side, and it swarmed under nowhere to go that time for Jarrett Bertrand. He is brought down behind the line of scrimmage at about the 10. Good pursuit. Pulaski always seems to be there at the end, but Keyshaw's over there. Penetration from Dylan Sievert, and it'll be fourth down and four, a loss of one. Good flow by Pleasanton there. Bertrand for a second looked like he was about to bump it outside, but he saw Pleasanton defenders there. How to bring it back inside. Once again, Pleasanton defenders there. Good defense by the Bulldogs. Axel has only punted it once, and it was from this side of the field. And it was only a 14-yard punt. So Tyler Danberg stands at his goal line. See if Pleasanton brings the pressure again. Here it comes. There's the snap, and he has to run with it. It's a fake, but it wasn't supposed to be, and he's going to get the first down, 15-20, and then he's going to be stepped up. And hasn't Pleasanton done that about five times tonight? They are there so quick. That was not a design fake. He had to take off with it, and he brings it all the way out to the 25-yard line, a gain of 15 and a first down for Axtell. Yeah, if Pleasanton makes the tackles that they look like they're going to make, this could be a completely different ball game. Uh, but heads-up play by Tyler Danberg. Saw one man coming at him and knew he had space. Always good to have an athlete back there as your punter, and now Gomez is back in as the eye back. Creighton Kring will be the fullback out of that base high. Toss sweep right side. Gomez strung out, strung out, still trying to cut it back, and Pleasanton started to figure that out, and he'll get back to the original line of scrimmage, and that is it. In on the tackle is going to be Bronson Gibbons. Yeah, Pleasanton seems like they were over-pursuing a little bit earlier in the game, and I'm sure Coach has talked to him a little bit. Gomez likes to cut it back. Keep him from cutting it back, and you might keep him from gaining yards. I'm sure coming into the game, Ryan, they were thinking Gomez will want to get outside. They won't want to run up over us on the line. They're going to want to get outside, and so they were out there, but then he would cut it back, and nobody was home. Gomez still 165 yards and three touchdowns, 18-14 Axtell. Second down and 10. Danberg wants to throw back against the grain. Underthrown incomplete. And a late pass interference flag. Tolls. Is going to be called for interference on the underthrown ball to Ryan Hubbard. And that'll be a first down. Really quite a fortunate uh, result from that play because Tyler Danberg was getting hit as he was throwing the ball, uh, but still had enough strength that put on a pretty good pass. I always have trouble whether you're watching on Saturday, Sunday, Friday night. I mean, what was Tolls supposed to do? Uh, Tolls was playing his man. Hubbard stopped and reached back. Well, Tolls can't go into a moonwalk mid-run. And so a break here for the Axtell Wildcats, and I think the crowd kind of talked the official into throwing that flag. First and ten at midfield. Let's see if Axtell takes advantage. Kring, the fullback, crashes forward. Fumble the football. And it is in the hands 
of Pleasanton. What are they going to call? Hubbard's saying he was down. Oh, boy, nobody knew the ball was fumbled. You can tell by that look right now, Ryan Dahlgren, the official never saw the ball fumbled. And so if they didn't see it, they have to call it down. They will not give this ball to Pleasanton, and that will be another break for Axtell. Yeah, they were surprised by the fumble, but I'll tell you what, Pleasanton was surprised by Hubbard's run. Well, where they're spotting the ball, it would be Pleasanton's. The official trying to explain to both sidelines what happened. And let's find out. They're going to replay the they're going to replay it. Ryan, maybe you can stick your head out there and hear what he said. They are going to replay the down. Boy, I haven't seen that. No. Well, maybe I have. I just don't remember. I'm getting up there in age, Ryan, but so they're just going to replay the down. You see it in volleyball, but that's about it. So first and ten at midfield. Toss sweep Gomez, and Gomez hit in the backfield, breaks a tackle again. Here he goes on reversing field, and he's going to have a whole lot more guys coming after him. Pulaski will finally make the tackle. But wow, Gomez broke four tackles against eight men. Hand was able to bring him down. Gibbons looked like he was going to finally get him behind the line of scrimmage for once. It's going to be a loss of one. It'll be second and 11. Pulaski was a man on a mission there uh, going after Gomez. Uh, normally you see guys lower the shoulder go down, but it looked like Pulaski was jumping in the air to get Gomez. But I tell you what, whatever it takes to get Gomez on the ground will work. I think that's where Pulaski, being a state champion wrestler, knew how to get him. On that play, second down at 11 at their own 39, Axtell up 18-14, and we've got false start here on the right guard for Axtell. Five-yard penalty, just the second of the ball game on the Axtell Wildcats. So we had a bunch of scoring with five touchdowns in the first quarter, and then Braden Gomez had a 58-yard touchdown run two minutes here into the second quarter, but we've played nine minutes with the score remaining, Axtell 18 and Pleasanton 14, and we're down to 102, so a couple things you got to look at here. Second and 15, Axtell not only needs to get a first down, but they need to hustle up to do it or kill the clock and Pleasanton not have any timeouts and go to the locker room. Axtell will have to kick it away to start the second half, so Pleasanton just trying to get a stop, and Gomez is out of the ball game. The eye back now is Jarrett Bertrand. On second and 15, Danberg throws to the right, throws it up for grabs. Nice ball down the field, underthrown. Pates knocks it down. Intended for Hubbard. It was a nice ball, beautiful spiral by Tyler Danberg, but both quarterbacks right now, Ryan, have underthrown the ball more than they've got it on target. Yeah, Pates, who made that great catch earlier, almost made another great defensive catch there, uh, but good job by both sides just making sure that the other could not catch the ball. Stops the clock, and I'm surprised Gomez isn't in there because if you don't get a first down here, then you just – let the clock run and don't let Pleasanton get the ball back. But they're going to go three wide for the first time. Danberg out of the shotgun. Here comes the pressure, trying to set up a middle screen, and it is deflected oh, and caught, boy. but is well short of the first down. They were trying to get a rub play there for Ryan Hubbard, and it bounced off his hands right into Jarrett Bertrand's hands, and they're going to get seven yards on the play. First completed pass for Axtell, but it's still going to be fourth down and eight. And Axtell has not called timeout. Now they will. So they will have one remaining as Coach Marsh wanted to decide what they're going to do here. Are you going to go for it? Are you going to punt it? They did have to run a play, but 
up to them as what they wanted to do. So right now Marsh has decided he wants to try and get some points on the board. Yeah, not a bad decision when you're giving the ball away to Pleasanton. Pleasanton, who had you know, a lot of momentum early, but Axtell's done a really good job with their big play capability uh, of taking that momentum away from Pleasanton, and now we've got an even game, both teams figuring each other out. Be interesting to see if Axtell runs that play again a little bit later on in the ball game because uh, it, it wasn't a pick. It was a rub, and it was well executed, but that's why both of those guys were right next to each other. They were trying to get Hubbard wide open for a big play on third and long. It was interesting on that pass play, too. Uh, the ball was thrown, and initially it looked like neither of the guys really wanted to go get the ball. Um, fortunately, though, um, bounced off of uh, Ryan Hubbard. Yes, Ryan Hubbard uh, into Jared Bertrand for, uh, you know, quite frankly, a once-in-a-lifetime catch. Well, this timeout on the field will take timeout to let you know that the stations of Platte River Radio are taking timeout November 16th to raise $10,000 for Team Jack and Pediatric Brain Cancer Research. Stay with us to find out more about first and 10 as the big day approaches. So they line up to go for it, fourth and eight at the Pleasanton 38. Here comes a blitz, and he breaks the tackle, and now the quarterback Danberg will run around the right side. He won't get it. Boy, he about took the ball right out of his hands, strip and score, and Danberg was strong enough to hold on to the football and get out of there, and instead of losing five, he picks up five, but it'll be Pleasanton football turned over on downs. They'll have it at their own 33-yard line with 20 seconds to go and no timeouts. Yeah, Tolls was in, seemed like in the backfield before the ball was even snapped, uh, but again, Pleasanton not wrapping up. Well, with no timeouts, you either just hand it off and go to halftime or you do what Pleasanton has done in the passing game. You send your bigger ends against the defensive backs. And Axtell's actually playing them like it's the middle of the first quarter. They don't have anybody back. First and 10, Pulaski. And they're going to run the football. Pulaski keeps it, so the defense matched up right. Pulaski across the 35 to the 37. And that will be the final play of the first half on a little four-yard run by Tyler Pulaski. So we are at halftime here in the home opener for Axtell. In a battle of one-and-one teams, it is the Axtell Wildcats, 18, and the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 14. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, we'll look at scores from around the area, and we'll also talk about what has happened earlier in the day and what we've seen here. It was all offense for the first 14 minutes and then no points over the last 10 minutes. Braden Gomez, a huge first quarter, and then a 58-yard run the first time he touched it in the second quarter, but not much since then. So 18-14, your score, and we'll be back to Axtell right after this. Aurora Cooperative is excited to announce their Summer of Ethanol Giveaway Contest. Fill up at your local A stop with your locally grown, locally produced gasoline anytime this summer to become eligible. For every 15 gallons purchased, you will be entered into two drawings. The first is a monthly drawing where we will give away 10 $50 gift cards, and the second is for the grand prize drawing where one lucky winner will receive gas for a year. To learn more about how you can get into the Aurora Cooperative Summer of Ethanol Giveaway, please visit auroracoop.com. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your corn and your ethanol. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work, so trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. 
in the fall sports very like autumn leagues. Football, volleyball, softball, cross country, boys tennis, girls golf, and TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney remains the go-to place for equipment and apparel. After all, the equipment combined with practice and effort equals championship play. Get the equipment, get the apparel, get the win. At TM Sporting Goods on the bricks in downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. And welcome back to Axtell. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. This Fort Kearney Conference non-district battle. It is Axtell 18, Pleasanton 14. Doug Duda along with Ryan Dahlgren. Ryan, uh, I have to admit, after the news that Jack, Jake Marsh would not be playing tonight, the starting quarterback for Axtell, I kind of felt Axtell was going to be in for some trouble. Also, we knew coming in that A.J. Skaggs, their big 300-plus-pound lineman, uh, state finalist wrestler, had broke his leg. And it just like Pleasanton had more players, which they do, more depth, and we're going to be able to kind of maybe call the score tonight. But uh, you have to give credit to Braden Gomez, who we didn't expect, hasn't been playing much in the backfield in the first two games. Uh, he's been the difference in this football game. Yeah, a secret weapon, so to speak. Um, these two teams know each other very well, and it seemed early on uh, that Gomez was going to take it back to a May and, and start a track meet. But both teams figuring each other out here as the uh, first half went on and slowed it down. Now the defense is really gritting their teeth uh, and showing us a great ball game. Well, Pleasanton has had to make some adjustments as this game has moved along. And they made a couple of adjustments on that last drive, but they did get stopped at the four-yard line. And uh, Axtell is going to make Pleasanton beat them through the air, I think. Uh, they've got some guys that can run. We've seen a couple nice 20, 25-yard runs, but too many two, three negative plays uh, for Pleasanton to string a long drive together on the ground. So Pulaski and his ends going to have to find a way, I think, to get some underneath routes here uh, and not just necessarily uh, go back and chuck it as far as you can. Uh, dump it off a couple of times and make Axtell give you a different look defensively. Yeah, I was going to say, both teams really not got a player much further than five yards behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, sometimes you see free safeties back deep, but both teams expecting run. i tell you what, if Pleasanton uh, can hit some of their receivers uh, that aren't exactly open, but like you said, more physical, a little bit taller, if they can find those guys, we could have ourselves uh, some more scores uh, here in the second half. I can almost hear defensive coordinator for Pleasanton, Rocky Hatch, yelling in my ear. I suppose one of the things is I talked about what seemed like it would work. Remember, Tyler Pulaski's only 5'7". Even if he stands back there in the pocket, he's not going to be able to throw darts over that defensive line and those big paws of uh, Axtell up front. So maybe a screen, maybe a dump off, but trying to run wide, Axtell kind of has that covered already. So got to find a way to... Instead of maybe just run some hooks, uh, maybe just run some quick sideline patterns just to open up so that when you do go deep, even if they're two yards, uh, just to make them think that not every time you go back to pass, it's going to be deep. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I believe Pleasanton opened up the first play of the game after recovering the fumble with a bootleg. I tell you what, it would be interesting to see if Pulaski got out on the edge, ran a couple more bootlegs uh, because he can scoot and that would allow them to see a little bit more. Um, so I'm surprised that they haven't gone back to some more uh, rollout passes. 
And Axtell really has been quieted after uh, Gomez. And again, they're, he hasn't been there every time. They're using about four different backs back there. And I think Tyler Danberg's actually getting a little more confident. He might be a key in this uh, second half. If, he, if they want to ask him to throw the ball, I mean, he's one of three for seven yards, but he seems a little more confident if he has to tuck it up and run. And he had a big play on that uh, punt that wasn't supposed to be a fake, but had he kicked it, it would have been blocked, so he pulled it down and took off, and he got a first down. Yeah, really good heads-up play there. I'm, I'm extremely impressed with how Danberg bounced back after fumbling the ball or, or, or the uh, fumbled handoff. Uh, on that first play of the game, but it, it does appear that Danberg is really settling in. He's got a lot of confidence, and yeah, like you said, you got to remember uh, he wasn't supposed to start this game, um, but uh, really, really um, showing some signs of brilliance here uh, now with the first team. We will take a break on the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Simonson Agency scoreboard and a look at the first half stats. It's eighteen fourteen Axtell leading Pleasanton on Classic Hits. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. Summer is here. You know that. It's hot out. Now what are you going to do about it? There's no better way to cool off than on your very own boat from Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Kearney. No matter what you want to do, fish, ski, cruise, surf, wakeboard, Buzz's can match you up with the perfect boat. And with factory rebates along with easy financing, the perfect price. Already have a boat? Buzz's Pro Shop is bursting at the seams with fun new toys. Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Or check them out online at Buzzesmarine.com. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. Back on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report with your score, Axtell 18, Pleasanton 14. Let's go to the scoreboard now, brought to you by Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney, covering you for home life and auto insurance in the strip mall just west of the Apple Market. They've reached halftime at Foster Field, Kearney High, shutting out North Platte by a score of 21 to nothing in Class B. At the half, York 45, Skyler nothing, Aurora 19, Waverly 7. Scotts Bluff has a 27-7 lead over Lexington. Holdridge 28-6 over Alliance. In the second quarter, they had the late start out in the panhandle. Hastings 7 and Garing nothing. And at last check, approaching half, Grand Island Northwest at Columbus in a top-10 battle. And the Vikings of Northwest lead it by a score of 17-7. In Class C1, in the fourth quarter, it looks like the magical run of O'Neill is going to come to an end. Boone Central, Newman Grove. Got it all going their way tonight, 35 to nothing over the third-ranked team and defending C1 state champion. At halftime, Kearney Catholic leads Ogallala 29-6. Kearney Catholic quarterback Matt Masker on a 75-yard screen pass. Stars have scored on a lot of big plays so far in their first three games. 
but Masker has broke the Class C1 career touchdown passing mark, which was held by Scott Frost. And I'm sure if Scott gets ready with all the hurricanes going on down there and what they have to do with football, uh, he's probably not aware of that. But uh, that record held for a long, long time, and Matt Masker breaking it tonight. Uh, That game is currently airing on ESPN 1460. On ESPN 1550, Adams Central has a 7-0 lead at Cozad. Also at the half, Gothenburg 18, Chase County nothing. Fairbury leads Falls City 48-0. Minden 7-6 over Southern Valley uh, in a game between two teams that don't have a lot of opportunities, it looks like, to win games this year, and they both know that, 7-6. Second quarter, Aquinas leads Grand Island Central Catholic 21 to nothing, and a final Shadron over Broken Bow by a score of 22 to nothing. In C2, they have just started the third quarter on 12:30 KHAS Sutton eight to nothing over Hastings Saint Cecilia. Saint Cecilia, who's had trouble scoring, but their defense much better this week, uh, is hanging in there over at Sutton. At the half, it is Valentine leading sixth-ranked Saint Paul. So Valentine, after being Knocked off down in Arcadia Loop City, goes home, and St. Paul is behind 14 to nothing at the half. Arcadia Loop City, 14 to nothing over Sandy Creek at the half. Also at halftime, Hershey, 14, Donovan Trouble, nothing, and Wood River, 27, Fillmore Central, 7. Wood River looking to break a long losing streak. We had a handful of area teams do that last week, including Axtell, and now Wood River. Looking in good shape. Some second quarter scores. Battle Creek 21, Central City 7. It is North Platte, St. Pat's 28, Gibbons 7, still in the second quarter. And Hardington Cedar Catholic 47 nothing over Twin River. Moving down to 8-man, the game we had earlier today. Elm Creek beat Nebraska Christian 48-8. to Devin Walker, 238 yards and three touchdowns in the contest. At halftime, South Loop 16, Bertrand nothing. And it is Parkview Christian and McCool Junction tied at 15. There's a peculiar tie in eight-man. In the second quarter, Kennesaw 28, Ravenna nothing, Burwell 27, Palmer nothing, and Medicine Valley 16, Dundee County Stratton 6. Looking for an update on the Alma Franklin score and the Centura Bayard score. If you've got a score for us, please text or call 646-0506. And in D2, at the half, Fullerton 24, Shelton nothing, Giltner 24, Heartland 22, Brady 50, SEM 6, Exeter Milligan 32, Pawnee City 20, Blue Hill 20, Arapahoe 14 in the second quarter, Mullen leading Anselmo Myrna 20 to nothing, and Loomis with a 14 to 8 lead over Ansley Litchfield. And in six man, Deschler beat Maywood Hayes Center today 62 to 16. At the half, Wilcox Hildreth. 41, Elwood 24, and Harvard 40, Silver Lake nothing. Here it's 18-14, Axtell leads Pleasanton, and we'll look at the first half numbers right after this. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is a leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Trust an electrical contractor that's been in Kearney since 1947, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating. With several certified electricians on staff, one of them can always make it to your call quickly. If you need some minor electrical assistance, don't be afraid to call. They'll be there to keep the lights on. 
Having a large resource of manpower, equipment, and experience means that no matter what you need, they can deliver. Call Anderson Brothers and Carney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Time Report. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren with you here at Axtell where the Wildcats looking for their second straight win. They lead Pleasanton by a score of 18-14. to 14. And here is a look at the first half numbers for you. First off, for the Bulldogs, I have Travis Tolls with 12 carries, 54 yards. Kessler Dixon, seven carries, 43 yards in the uh, football game. And Tyler Pulaski, uh, Dixon, by the way, a, a touchdown run. And then Tyler Pulaski, nine carries, 19 yards, and a touchdown. 28 carries, 116 yards for Pleasanton. Through the air, Pulaski's put it up seven times, completing two of those. No interceptions, no touchdowns for 49 yards. 49 through the air, 116 on the ground, 165 yards of total offense, 10 first downs for the Bulldogs. They punted it once for 30 yards. They have not turned it over, but Pleasanton does have five penalties for 44 yards. There are two scores coming on Tyler Pulaski's three-yard run to complete a 15-yard drive, 9.41 to go in the first quarter. Tolls took in the two-point run, 8 to nothing, And then Dixon was able to score with one minute to go in the first quarter. And the run was no good at the time. It was 14-12 in favor of Pleasanton. For Axtell, Braden Gomez is the story. 12 carries, 164 yards, and three touchdowns. Jarrett Bertrand, four carries, 11 yards. Jared Klein, one carry, two yards. Creighton Kring, one carry for zero yards. He did have a second carry, but they replayed the down. And so that didn't count. And Tyler Danberg, three carries, including having to take off on a punt for 15 yards, 21 rushing attempts, 182 yards for Axtell. Danberg has put it up three times, completing one for seven yards. So 189 yards, seven first downs for Axtell, one punt, one turnover, and that was on the first play of the game that led to Pleasanton score, two penalties for 10 yards. Axtell has three Braden Gomez touchdowns, a 29-yard run, 7.06 to go in the first, 25-yard run, 4.11 to go in the first, and a 58-yard run, 10 minutes to go in the second, and they have converted on none of their two-pointers. So 0 for 3 on the conversions for Axtell, 1 for 2 for Pleasanton, and your score, 18-14 in favor of the Wildcats. Pleasanton will get the ball to start the third quarter. And that is your Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasures serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Second half is next. See Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. 
They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. We are ready to start the second half of play. Pleasanton's going to get the football. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren, and ready to kick it away is going to be Tyler Danberg. And back to return it for Pleasanton, Kessler Dixon. As it has gotten dark here since the end of the second quarter, ready to boot this football away. Low line drive kick. They try to keep it away from Dixon on the sideline. He'll pick it up at the seven, go from left to right, and he is drilled and put down by Caleb Synth. A freshman. Wow. Big time play there from the freshman. Looked like there was a little miscommunication on Pleasanton setting up their uh, wedge there. But nonetheless, heads up play. Well, Ryan, Pleasanton gets the ball. Let's see what adjustments they made. What do you expect to see here this first drive? What do we need to see from Pleasanton? I would expect Pleasanton to try getting the ball outside, maybe air it out if they get in trouble. Uh, But I can't imagine they're going to want to put it between the tackles again. So they'll go back to what was the uh, what was the formation they used the most, and that is by uh, putting Dixon in the slot and Tolls right behind the quarterback Pulaski. They'll hand it to Tolls and he'll crash across the 15 out to the 17-yard line. That's going to be good enough for about four yards, and it'll bring up second down and six. Our field conditions, perfect here tonight at Axtell. We always tell you about the field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with Service, delivering success. On second down, motion man again, this time Pulaski staying with Tolls, hands it off to him late. Tolls will get across the 20-yard line. And pick up about three more. It'll be third down along three. Good ride there by Pulaski on that option read. <laughs> he followed Tolls right behind the hip uh, and eventually gave it to him. But uh, it appeared they were both carrying the ball for a while. Third down three. Kind of important here for uh, Pleasanton to convert. Yeah, you uh, need to get, get that. Get at least a first down or two. You don't want to go three and out get a little momentum. So third and three. And this time they'll put Pulaski in the pistol. Unconventional look. Face the jet sweep. He wants to keep it himself. And Axtell stays home. Although, look at Pulaski. Churn those legs with guys that are 100 pounds heavier than them. And finally brought down Ryan Hubbard. But he was hit. Had to drag about 400 pounds, three yards. And he drug it two. It's fourth and one. This is where the physics teacher would be proud. Using that lower center of gravity to keep his momentum moving forward. Great heads-up play by Pulaski, hoping to convert here on fourth down. I wonder if Pleasanton's just going to run up to the line and try and draw them off sides. I find it hard to believe that they'll snap it at their own 22. Pulaski comes up under center, fourth down and one. And they are going to go for it. Pulaski keeps it off right side, breaks a tackle into the secondary, and see you later. 30, 20, can they catch him? 10, 5, touchdown, Tyler Pulaski. Bertrand tried to shove him from behind, and he wouldn't fall down. And how about that gutsy call by Ricky Westland of the Bulldogs? It goes for 58, and instead of being first and 10, Axtell at the Pleasanton 22, Pleasanton has the lead. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about Pulaski's height maybe affecting his passing game. Tell you what, it certainly helped his running game there. 
uh, just snuck behind some of his bigger linemen and was off for six. And again, when you're trying to stop one, one and a half yards, you got everybody in there. And if you break containment, if you can get to the second level, there's nobody left. And that was the case there, although Pulaski was in a track meet down the sideline. The two-point conversion, Dixon on the option, the ball's fumbled, and picking it up, throwing it forward, but they're going to call Pulaski down. That's probably a good thing because he threw it right into the arms of an Axtell defender. So the two-point conversion is no good. We're a combined one of six tonight on those conversions. But our five-points bank touchdown, a 58-yard touchdown run on fourth and one by Tyler Pulaski. 9.50 to go here in the third quarter. Pleasanton 20, Axtell 18. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Well, Pleasanton did more than what they needed to do by just getting a first down. They got the touchdown and now lead it by a score of 20 to 18. And it just kind of looks right like this is how the game's going to continue until the last possession. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout here all the way until the end. As the ball's on the tee and Pleasanton will kick it away. There's a good strong kick away from the back man and it's going to skid into the end zone. Couldn't run it down that time. The return man... Trying to track it down and just couldn't run it down there, Dustin Klingsporn. So first down and 10, again, so important, starting at your own 15-yard line. If you've got a kicker in eight-man, I mean anywhere, but in eight-man, if you can boot the ball into the end zone, it takes so much away in special teams from your opponent. And usually that means you got a kid that can kick it through the goalposts as well. First down and 10, Axtell. Will it be the Gomez show again? They fumble the snap. They fumbled the first play of the first quarter. They fumbled the first play of the third quarter, but this time they're able to fall on it. Gomez, it didn't even get to him this time. It looked like it might have just stuck on the center's backside trying to get it to the quarterback in Tyler Danberg. And the center, Tom Peterson, didn't didn't know it. So it'll be second down and 10, no loss on the play. Bit of deja vu, for, deja vu there for Axtell. Okay. Second down and 10, probably just go back to the same play they were supposed to run. And now we have a whistle. And it looks like we've got motion up front on Axtell. And they'll say that the center, I think, moved the football. I think that was the explanation to uh, the Axtell sideline. So that backs them up to the 10. First down and 15 at their own 10-yard line. Yeah, Extel, though, fumbling on the first play, uh, just like in the first half, but hoping the second half goes similar. Let's go Gomez, or will they go fullback? It's going to be a fullback dive, and uh, Pleasanton stands him up. Nowhere to go, getting back to the 10-yard line, 
And they said Klein was going to get back into the ball game after setting out most of the first half after being bumped up. But that time it was Creighton Krang at the fullback position. And he's only carried it a couple of times, hasn't been able to find any positive yardage. They may give him a yard up to the 11-yard line. So we'll call it third down and 14 for Axtell at their own 11. Seems like Pleasanton has made some adjustments uh, over halftime, uh, and they're working to great effect right now. Dylan Sievert at that left defensive end position, three down lineman. Gomez now back at the tailback on third and 14. Take the snap and back to pass is going to be Danberg. It's a screen pass to Gomez, and he is going to be wrapped up immediately in the open field by Connor Hand. And that was the only bulldog that was in the area. If Gomez shakes that, look out, and Gomez is now slow to get up. And that is the more concerning thing here. He has had kind of a hip problem. That is why he has not played a whole lot of offense. He's on a knee here. And he is up trying to walk off under his own power. It's going to be Coach Marsh and the trainers out there to see how their horse is doing. And that's exactly what he's been tonight. But boy, how things switch that quickly. It looks like Axtell was going to get a fourth down stop. Pleasanton makes a 58-yard touchdown out of it. Then the kickoff goes into the end zone. A penalty. All of a sudden, they've got it fourth and 13 at their own 12. One-yard completion there, and Danberg will be back to punt at his own goal line, and he has had been pressured twice. Once almost blocked the second time, he pulled it down and took off with it because he had to. And the pressure came from the left the first time, the right the second time. Two back to return, the other six ready to go after him. High snap, he's got it, good blocking, but a low kick that will bounce at the 37-yard line. And it's going to roll to the 40 and be down there by Creighton Kring. So not the worst thing in the world. Pleasanton was going to get good field position no matter what. It's only a 28-yard punt, but there is no return. Pressure there by Jared Klein getting through the line of scrimmage again. Uh, Pleasanton a little more wary this time, not selling out uh, and allowing uh, Tyler Danberg to make another run. First down and 10 for Pleasanton. They scored on their opening possession and now lead it 20-18 to 18 with 7.42 to go here in the third quarter. And the way the old lights shine here at uh, Axtell, they're not that high up, so they really glisten off the uniforms and the helmets here. Pulaski hands it off the tolls, hard running to the 35, but that is what Pleasanton wants right there. And now Klein, who missed a lot of that first half, is down again. And they're going to have to go get him out. He's got that right knee brace on. And coming in to take his place will be Ryan Hubbard after the five-yard carry from Travis Tolles. 66 yards so far in the ballgame on 15 carries. This time they will put Dixon in the slot to the left side. That's when they put him in motion. They'll run option to the right side. Strung out. Pulaski, well, he's going to have to eat it, and he does. He knew he couldn't hand it off, and he just took the brunt of that hit. Lose a couple of yards on the play. It'll be third down and seven. Yeah, really great play there by, uh, I believe it was Ryan Hubbard, just getting out there. Uh, strong player. It was not going to let the uh, uh, excellent wrestler in Pulowski uh, get away from him. So, again, probably two down territory for Pleasanton. Third down and seven at the 37 of Axtell. They're ready to bring four, maybe five men here. As Pulowski fakes the pitch, rolls to his right. Back on the right side, wide open, Pates complete. First down at the 20-yard line. That is what they've been missing 
Pates just got a little more open than he had been all football game long, a 17-yard completion. Yeah, you talked about it briefly uh, in the first half about how Pleasanton hadn't really been running guys in crossing patterns. Well, they did there, and Hunter Pates wide open uh, as there's a little confusion by the Axtell defenders. So first down and 10 for the Bulldogs. Trying to keep things moving here. They'll hand it off over the right side. They may have lost him a little bit. Gets inside the 10. Pulaski has another first down. Yeah, and he's just so low to the ground. It looked, it appeared a couple of times he was, his knee was down, but no, he held his hand to the ground and kept, kept moving forward. Going to say that he is at the eight. We'll call that a gain of 12 for Pulaski. So now, just what it looked like. Pleasanton was going to have their backs to the wall. They may take a two-touchdown lead. Fake the option, hand it off to Tolls. Crashes to the five, maybe inside to about the four. They're getting a little bit more off that trap or that veer play, however you want to call it. At different teams call it different things. But he gets three, second and goal at the four. Yeah, Pleasanton really settling with the three, four yards in a cloud of dust. But as long as you're moving the, the ball forward, uh, you're succeeding. So second and goal. Pulaski with tolls behind him, sets him down. They send Dixon in motion. Pulaski keeps it off right end, and right on top of that, the tackle made at the two-yard line. Klein was in there on the tackle and didn't really tackle him forward. He got on his hip and drove him down. It'll be third and goal. Ball right there on the extra point mark at the two-and-a-half-yard line. Axtell really needing a big stop here. They've shown some defensive prowess. They're going to need it right here, the third and short to go. Third down and goal at the two. They'll hand it to Tolls. Tolls fumbles the ball, but he was in the end zone. Touchdown, Pleasanton. Tolls had tripped, and then when he hit the ground across the goal line, the ball popped out. But it's good enough for a two-yard touchdown run for Travis Tolls. His first one of the night. Consistently pounding it up the middle. I spoke briefly out of halftime how I thought they needed to go around the edge. Well, Pleasanton... Just trying to wear Axtell down here in the second half. Now an extremely important two-point conversion to make it a two-possession game, and it's going to be an option pitch high in the air to Dixon, and he's able to take a big shot and go in for the two. So it's now a two-possession game for the first time this evening as Dixon takes it in for two. But the Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank, a two-yard touchdown run by Travis Tolls, 4.59 to go in the third quarter, and it is now Pleasanton 28, Axtell 18. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
Husker Volleyball team takes the first set over UCLA tonight, 25-15. to We've got a halftime score from Omaha as Grand Island leads Omaha Northwest 28-0. Kearney 21-0 over North Platte in the third quarter. Kearney Catholic 28-6 over Ogallala in the third quarter of play. Right now it's 28-18 Pleasanton. They've scored twice here in the third quarter. They'll boot it away and knocking it down, picking it up at the one-yard line. Klingsporn really having trouble finding the football, and he's going to be dropped at the seven-yard line. Usually that first instinct after you knock it down is just to scoop it and go, and if you miss it, then the panic starts coming in, and Lincoln Kreppel's in with the tackle. Yeah, that almost could have been a broken play, but uh, good heads-up play by the Pleasanton uh, defenders to get down there quickly enough uh, to corral it. So tough start here. They're actually marking him at the 8, it looks like. First and 10, Axtell at their own 8. Gomez is back in the football game, but... Very little since that last touchdown with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. And they're going to go back to pass, looking, looking deep, looking deep, floating it out here, finally letting it go, and Pulaski knocks it away from Ryan Hubbard. Again, Hubbard was the only man in the route, and so it took a long time to develop. Good protection back there for uh, Tyler Danberg, but incomplete second and 10 at their own eight. Yeah, Pleasanton's really been getting a good push on the defensive front. Um Extremely impressed by Axtell, but when you only have one guy running out on a route, it's pretty easy uh, to get those blocks. Now they'll put Danberg in the pistol. Bertrand back there. They give it to him on a cross buck to the right side. Excuse me, that's Kring. Kring will get to the 15, out to the 16-yard line. That's a pretty good get on second down. Make it third down, and we'll call it two yards to go, eight yards for Kring. Man, Kring really runs downhill well. You can tell he's got the shoulder pads in front of him. He's ready to stick someone. Uh, but good job there by Pleasanton to keep him from getting the first down. 4.41 to go in the third. Pleasanton 28, Axtell 18. On third and two, they stay out of that pistol with both backers flanking him. They'll give it to Klein, and Klein is going to be stacked up right at the first down marker. I think he's got enough at the 19-yard line. So good to see uh, Jared Klein back in the football game. He is definitely playing injured tonight. Uh, he's been banged up, and he sat out most of the first half after looked like tweaking that uh, right calf. Yeah, really resilient effort here by an Axtell team, which is down a few men, a little banged up, uh, but consistently getting what they need to do to keep this drive alive. First first down of the half, only the second carry of the game for Jared Klein. Now they go back to the eye formation with Kring, the fullback, Gomez, the eye back. Toss sweep left side to Gomez. Again, tries to cut it against the grain. He's 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Might have got face masked, and did we get a flag? Yep, a couple flags came out there. Well, when you got the big lineman trying to get him, Dylan Sievert did, and they got him way back at the nine-yard line. But unfortunately, that's going to be the big old boy face mask, 15 yards. Yeah. Be interested to see if that's a first down. They got him so far behind the line of scrimmage. Face mask on Pleasanton, their sixth penalty of the football game. And Gomez just had too much real estate to run that time to cut it back against the grain. Yeah, Pleasanton doing a good job of keeping a man home. Uh, oh, Wow. They only called it a five-yarder, and it's an automatic first down, first and 15. Um, I don't understand that. They'll hand it off here over the right side. If it's an automatic first down, it's first and 10. And they have it at first and 15. I don't know how that could be. 
So, second down and about 13 yards to go as Klein picked up about two more. And back against the wrong red zone here is Axtell. Turn handed off to Kring, who's at the eyeback this time. He'll just run over people. Gomez wants to run around him, and Kring wants to run over him. And Creighton will get out to the 21-yard line. That's going to be a gain of four. He's touched a little bit more here in the quarter, but after all this, we've got third down and eight. There's one we'll have to ask the professional on Monday, right, Ryan? Absolutely. I'm sure we'll have a thorough explanation to come. Haven't seen that before, though. Expect it to be first and ten, like you said. Kring is hobbling, coming out of the ball game. And as he gets to the sidelines, down he goes. Might be a cramp, might be a helmet to the back. Third and eight. And they're not going to be able to get the playoff, so Coach Marsh says let's call the timeout. Third down and eight for Axtell at their own 22-yard line, trailing Pleasanton 28-18, to 2.56 remaining in the third quarter here on Classic Hits. If you're a grower looking for big yield, start with Pioneer brand Y-Series soybeans. And don't forget to ask your Pioneer sales professional about the Pioneer premium seed treatment options that can help your soybeans stand up to the toughest growing conditions. Why go anywhere else for your entire soybean seed needs? To learn more about your seed treatment options for your farm, contact Tom or Jamie Madsen of Madsen Seed in Minden, your local Pioneer sales representative today. Pioneer, science with service, delivering success. Daniel the deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum. is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Corning. I want to go back to that face mask play. It actually occurred on first down. I was thinking it was a second down play. And so they lost the yardage and it was just a repeat of first down, and that's why it was first and 15. It's now third and eight at their own 22 for Axtell. Danberg under center in the I formation. He'll roll to his right. He is looking for his tight end, Ryan Hubbard, and the ball is batted down. Again, a little underthrown, and Jackson Keyshaw knocks it down and forces an Axtell punt. Hubbard looked like he had found a seam that time, Ryan, but again, the ball from both quarterbacks has been behind the wide receivers more than it's been in front of them. Yeah, great heads-up play there by Keyshaw. Looked like it was a first down and then some, uh, but got his hand to it. And Danberg back to punt it away. They blocked a lot better last time for him. Ball spotted at their own 22. And this time the return set up and a good high but short punt taken at the Pleasanton 30-yard line by Pulaski trying to get to the outside 35, and he's shoved out of bounds right at midfield. The tackle made by Lane Bertrand. So it is a 28-yard punt again and a return of 10, and Pleasanton has had good field position here and just keeps capitalizing on it. Axtell now has to make something happen defensively, you would think. A three and out, force a turnover, uh, and flip the field for them down by 10. Yeah, they need some big plays here. Uh, As this third quarter is winding (laughs) down, Pleasanton really just working the clock now that they got that uh, 10-point lead. Axtell uh, looking for a big play. 
Uh, Pleasanton, I think we can say, has dominated, even though it hasn't been a ton of yards. Pleasanton has dominated because they had that 58-yard run by Pulaski and then converted on a 40-yard drive the second time when Tolls took it in, up 28-18. Dixon in motion, dive by Tolls, and he's going to be sore tomorrow. Tackle is made by Tom Peterson, picks up two yards to the 38. Tolls down the middle, we've seen that plenty tonight. Hasn't brought them big yardage, but like I said, two, three yards here and there, moving the chains uh, if, you, if you get a couple of three, four-yard runs. We'll keep the scoreboard updated for you here. It looks like we're into the mid-third for most games. On second down and eight, they'll send Dixon in motion. Option to the right side. Pulaski keeps the whole way, finds the seam inside the 35, down to the 33-yard line, a gain of about five. It'll be third and three. Pulaski did a good job of following his lead blockers there, uh, who did a good job of stopping a very f- well-flowing uh, Axtell defense. Axtell's defense has been pretty good most of tonight, um, but just can't get a stop, it seems, here uh, in the third quarter. We are here in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Axtell. 90 seconds to go in the third quarter, still 28-18 to 18 Pleasanton. They've put 14 points on the board and shut out Axtell so far in the third quarter. Third and short, Pulaski hands it off. Tolls has the first down. And you know every time now it's about over the right side, and uh, that will be a four-yard gain. Move it to the 29. Good tackling there by Axtell. Uh, Braden Gomez in there on the tackle, actually. Um, Seeing him a little bit more here on defense in the second half. Klein has to hustle off the field here. And Pleasanton just working clock and marching down the football field. Again, Dixon in motion. Again, Tolls left side. There's nobody home. That's why they haven't run it to the left side. They were waiting to pop the big one. It goes for 28 yards for Travis Tolls. Back-to-back touchdowns for Tolls and three in a row here in the third quarter for Pleasanton. Tolls just grinding and grinding and grinding all night. Finally finding a seam that I'm sure he's been looking for uh, for most of this game. Uh, and he's off to the races for a touchdown. A second straight 40-yard drive, but this one involved a big play here for the Bulldogs, and that puts them up 34-18. to 18. And again, still a big conversion here. You could still keep it a two-score game if you can find a way to stop Pleasanton on this two-point conversion. Pulaski hustles him up to the line of scrimmage, rolls to his right, wants to throw, looking, looking, throws into the end zone, and it is incomplete. Pates... Couldn't hold on to it on the dead sprint, so it remains a 16-point game. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. A 28-yard run for Travis Tolls, which puts him over 100 yards. And with a minute to go in the third, Pleasanton 34, Axtell 18. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The UNK volleyball team winning both of their matches today at the Loper Fall Classic. They'll play again tomorrow at noon and 6. Of course, Hastings football, home opener tomorrow at 1, and Huskers at Oregon, and Pleasanton's going to bomb one into the end zone. That is our first true touchback. We've had a couple of squib kicks into the corner that made it in, but now Axtell, they've started inside their 20 every drive here in the third quarter of play. And Pleasanton, who was down 18-14 at halftime, has outscored Axtell 20 to nothing here in the third quarter. Axtell really trying to overcome this lack of field position they've had so far in the second half. Uh, could really use another big Braden Gomez play. And they're going to spread the field a little bit here. Try and open up the middle maybe as they will keep Klein in the backfield out of the shotgun is Tyler Danberg. Three wideouts, twins right. They will throw. Pass is covered. They go over the middle and right between two wide receivers that about ran into each other. I think that's what they thought was going to happen. Lane Bertrand and Ryan Hubbard on the deep crossing pattern. And you're not paying attention to the other guy. And at the last minute, Bertrand saw a teammate, so he pulled back, and it just sailed between them incomplete. Yeah, initially it looked like either of them could catch, but just in an awkward place for both receivers. Well, they're not afraid to throw down here inside their own 15-yard line, but they have not been successful. Danberg only two completions on the night, and he's one of four here in the third quarter, and they're going to continue to spread it. Now trips to the right side, no backs, and you've got one-on-one coverage out left. Let's see if that's where Danberg goes. Nope. Rolling right, rolling right. Down the field, wide open is, Bertrand, excuse me, is, yeah, Jarrett Bertrand, but because of the pressure in the backfield, throwing off of his foot, going against the grain, everything that uh, went the wrong way for Danberg, he couldn't get it to him. And when uh, when you have that many guys in the pattern, there aren't that many guys back to block for you. His protection had been good until they went to this set, third down and ten. Yeah, not extremely surprised to see Axtell coming out in the spread here, uh, trying to air it out, but uh, with no success so far. Again, Jake Marsh. Not suited up tonight, so Tyler Danberg inserted as the starting quarterback for the first time this year. Back to the three wide, and you've got Kessler-Dixon coverage out on the outside. And there's a delay of game. Looked like they'd been moving up there pretty quick, but I guess when you're not paying attention, it just seemed like that didn't take that long. A delay of game on Axtell, and that means it'll be third down and 15 at their own 10-yard line. Split out wide to the right is going to be Ryan Hubbard. Slot to the right is Gomez, and it looks like that is Lane Bertrand out wide to the left, out of the shotgun. They'll throw out of the backfield decline, and he got leveled incomplete. He knew he was going to get depleted, and the little screen pass out of the backfield is incomplete, so... From their own 15, three straight incompletions, and once again, Axtell is going to have to kick from their goal line. Yeah, great defensive possession uh, for Pleasanton. Axtell airing it out, all three of their plays to no avail. Axtell with two top 10 teams in BDS and Blue Hill in the next two weeks as well. Danberg 
kind of a rugby. He decided to see if there was a rush, and then he gets away an okay punt that's going to die about the 37, 36-yard line, and so a 26-yard punt. And Pleasanton's last three drives have started at the 40, the 40, and the Axtell 36, and they're up 34 to 18, and might be a score away from putting this one away. They're actually going to mark it at the 35. Yeah, Pleasanton just pounding and pounding and pounding away. Axtell's really gritting their teeth right now, pinning their ears back, need to get a stop, want to get a stop right here. So Axtell's defense has to come out and make some tackles on Tolls and Pulowski and Dixon, who hasn't touched the ball yet here in this half. And Pulowski's going to keep it, follow Dixon around the left end, gets to the 25, it'll be shoved out of bounds there. It's going to be enough for a first down, I think. Let's see. Nope, they're going to be just short. They needed to get across the 25. They're at the 25, a nine-yard carry for Pulaski, who's kept it in his hands a little bit more here in this fourth quarter or third quarter of play. And running out of bounds, stopped the clock. Elusive player in Pulaski there on that run. Second and one. Again, Dixon in motion. Pulaski's going to keep it himself. He tries to cut back against the grain. Doesn't get much, but he gets enough for the first down as Colton Trampy tackles him at the 28. That's going to be a gain of two. And another Pleasanton first down. I have them for seven first downs here in this third quarter of play. Just eating away the clock here. Pretty impressive uh, what they've been able to do here. It's just... Like Axtell's a different team, and they have not figured out what Pleasanton's doing. It's not like their plays are different. It's what they're blocking is a little bit different. Dixon in motion again. Fake the pitch. Give it to Tolls on the trap. Breaks a tackle inside the 20. Dives to the 16-yard line. He's going to pick up nine more, 114 yards and two touchdowns in this football game for Travis Tolls. And that'll be the final play of the third quarter, which was dominated by Pleasanton, scoring three touchdowns, and Axtell had one first down. After three, Pleasanton 34, Axtell 18, and Pleasanton's in the red zone again when we come back. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. With our producer-engineer Caleb Henry and Ryan Dahlgren, Doug Duda with you here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Pleasanton, Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. As we start the fourth quarter of play, it is Pleasanton 34 and Axtell 18. Pleasanton has a second down and one as well at the Axtell 16-yard line. Ryan Axtell's just, they've got to force a turnover. They've got to get a stop here. Need to get some momentum. Dixon in motion, fake the pitch, give to Tolls. Gomez with the tackle, also 
excuse me, not Klein, that is uh, Steph in there, but it's enough for the first down. A gain of two to the 13. Yeah, hats off to Travis Tolles. He seems like he's been getting beat up, beat up, beat up on the inside, but they keep going to him, and it keeps working. Well, we thought Pleasanton was bigger earlier, and it was going to be a little warm when they had that first water break, and maybe they are just starting to wear down Axtell a little bit. Axtell's front three played very, very well in the first half, and now they're just uh, putting a few more blocks on him. First and 10 at the 13. Dixon in motion, quarterback keeper Pulaski just trying to find the seam, finds more than the seam. Inside the 10, inside the 5, and a touchdown saving tackle by Braden Gomez at the 2. First and goal, Pleasanton and Pulaski, you can tell, is playing on adrenaline right now. He can feel it. Yeah, great heads-up spin move, one of the quickest spin moves I've seen from a player, and Pulaski uh, uses it to his advantage uh, inside the 5-yard line now. Uh, Pleasanton is a rolling here early in the fourth quarter. 11-17 to go. First and goal at the two, Pulaski. Again, man in motion gives the tolls. Tolls hits, extends the ball into the end zone for his third straight touchdown, a two-yard run for Travis Tolls to make it 40-18, to 18, 26 unanswered points. <coughs> and you can hear the quiet crowd, the quietness, on this side of the field over here at Axtell. And they're going to actually line up with a lead, and Kreppels is going to try to kick the extra point. At least that's what they're lined up to do. Pulaski is the holder. Everything's set. Long snapper in. Snap is good. Placement good. Kreppels gets a nice kick up away, and that's right down the middle. That's something that they will need more and more of, it would seem. And with 11.06 to go here in the football game, Pleasanton 41, Axtell 18. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family. Providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. Well, we still have most of the fourth quarter to go, but unless Axtell can really do something quickly here, it looks like Pleasanton's huge third quarter is going to be the determining factor in this football game. Uh, Pulaski and Tolls have combined for 236 yards rushing in this football game. 11.06 to go, 41-18. Pleasanton boots it away again. This will be uh, batted down at the 10-yard line and picked up by Bertrand at the 20-25. Breaks a tackle, stiff arm 30, 35-40, and into Pleasanton territory at the 39-yard line. And the senior Bertrand says, let's go. There's football to be played tonight. And through the remainder of the season, 
And a good return there, and Coach Marsh gives him a slap on a shoulder pad, says, let's go, good job out there. So first and 10, Axtell. First time that they've snapped the ball in Pleasanton territory here in the second half. First drive that has started outside their own 20 in the second half. See if they can make it work. Quarterback Tyler Danberg, we've got some equipment problems, so an official's timeout. And while we get a second to do that, we take a look at the scoreboard brought to you by Simonson Agency in the fourth quarter. Carney 28, North Platte nothing. In class C1, Carney Catholic leads the law 35-6. Here's Gomez, short side of the field, and doesn't have a whole lot of running room here. Pulaski lays a shoulder on him, and Pulaski's down. Pulaski is down. He tackled with the shoulder, and Pulaski is down on the Axtell side. It was a three-yard gain by Gomez. That is the first carry of the second half by Braden Gomez. Yeah, you can tell the Axtell offense has a little bit uh, a little bit of pep in their step after that good kickoff return. It'll just be a stinger. Everybody hoping that it's just a stinger there for Pulaski. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting back in the game of life, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center with a location near you. The trainer is down there, but that is the the way you see a shoulder injury, lead with that. He gets up. He's not holding it crooked. He's not holding it bad. And Pulaski is going to get a lot of congratulations from his teammates. They know how tough this kid is. Yeah, it's going to take a lot more than a stinger to keep him out. So they'll bring him to the sideline for a moment. And it'll be second down and seven for Axtell at the Pleasanton 36-yard line. 10.51 to go in the game, 41-18 Pleasanton. Pleasanton has scored 27 unanswered. Danberg under center, stay in the I formation. Bertrand now the I back. They pitch it to Jarrett, tries right side, finds a hole. He is stood up, keeps the legs moving at the 35, and it looks like just close to the first down, trying to bulldog him down there with Jackson Keyshaw, and he just got on his back and waited for his teammates to come help out. And that's going to be a gain of six, third and one. Second wind here for Axtell. They're running with vigor. You can tell they really want to get back into this ball game. Class B scores. Northwest leads Columbus 35-17 in the third. Aurora leads Waverly 40-7 in the third. In the fourth, Scotts Bluff leads at Lexington 40-14. Finals, York over Skyler 57-7. Holdridge over Alliance 55-12. And out in the panhandle in the second quarter, Hastings 17, Garing 3. Quarterback sneak on third and short. Will get the first down for Tyler Danberg. And he's looking to get more, and he'll move the pile to the 25-yard line. Sometimes that's dangerous if the defense is trying to strip the football, but he's able to get four and move the sticks. Excellent push there. Usually you only see a couple of yards, uh, but the pile moved five whole yards on that quarterback keeper up the middle. That is just the second first down of the second half for Axtell. And again, Braden Gomez checks out of the football game here, back and forth with Jarrett Bertrand. Klein is in at the fullback. Playing beat up and shorthanded tonight are the Wildcats. Danberg staying in the eye formation, fakes the pitch, wants to throw wide open backside is his tight end, Lane Bertrand. Touchdown. Pleasanton had been very disciplined all night long, but Lane Bertrand couldn't have been more open than he was right there. And a 25-yard touchdown pass, the first of the season for Tyler Danberg. Yeah, and you got to hand it to Tyler Danberg there. Uh, great fake pitch there. Uh, which really opened up uh, Lane Bertrand there on the backside. Uh, took it in for a score. And that always 
Keeps your receivers and ends a little more engaged here as they go for the two. 41-24, kind of need this one. Pitch play, Gomez strung out to the left side, and he is not going to get in. He doesn't like to run over people. We know that. He's a speedster, and so when he got to the edge, instead of lowering the shoulder, he kind of wanted to change directions again, and uh, Kessler Dixon stood him up. So the two-point conversion is no good, and it's still a three-possession game. Pleasanton 41, Axtell 24, our five-points bank touchdown, a 25-yard pass from Danberg to Bertrand. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9443. Glad to have you back with us, Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren from Axtell. Thank you to Athletic Director Brad Nelson and all the fine folks here for their hospitality. Axtell, no onside trickery. They're just going to boot the ball into the end zone as it sails over Kessler Dixon's head. We have 10.08 to go. That only took one minute on that drive for Axtell to score. So uh, if they can get some stops here, this game is not over. But not being able to get a conversion there. 0 for 4 on their two-point conversions. I mean, you just get a couple of those, and you're right back in this football game. Instead yeah. of down 17, get down 13, and you're in good shape. Well, not great shape, but okay shape certainly, for what happened in the third quarter. Yeah, certainly better. So first down and 10, Pulaski sets them down at the 15. I can't imagine the Bulldogs will do anything too crazy here. They'll hand it to Tolls, and Tolls will squeak forward for three yards out to the 18-yard line. I have got Tolls for 122 yards, three touchdowns, all of those touchdowns here in the second half. Tolls really working hard so far on this game. It's going to be surprising to see Pleasanton use anything other than a run up the middle. We should see Axtell loading the box plenty more here in the fourth. It looks like once again we've got some equipment problem over here, so the referee says let's take a look at that. While they do, let's go to the Simonson Agency scoreboard. In Class C1 in the third quarter, Kearney Catholic leading Ogallala 35-6. to Adam Central over Kozad in the fourth, 24-8. Gothenburg leading Chase County 25 to nothing in the fourth. Minden leading Southern Valley 23-6. to Hand off to Tolls again, and Tolls gets maybe a yard to the 19-yard line. The big boys on the bottom of the pile, Colton Trampy. Yeah, as the second half's gone on, Axtell's looked a lot more and more like they did towards the end of the first half. Uh, certainly got some more momentum here on their side late. Final scores, Sutton 24, Hastings St. Cecilia 6, and Valentine Shuts out St. Paul 21 to nothing. That'll be an eye raiser after they fell last week. Arcadia Loop City blanking Sandy Creek 36 0. Third down and five. Pulaski wants to keep it around the left end. He's got the first down. Klein and company will shove him into the Pleasanton sidelines at the 29 yard line. And Pulaski 
put on his sprinting shoes, and obviously he's okay uh, after that defensive hit got him out of the football game. A gain of nine. Extel seemed eight. Excuse me. Sorry, Brian. No, yeah, Extel seemed a little bit surprised there. Uh, Maybe expecting the ball to go up the middle, but uh, Pulaski just uh, quickly getting around the edge and getting that first down there. One thing Coach Westland will have to tell his players is don't run out of bounds. (laughs) If you get tackled, you want to stay in so the clock runs. First down and 10 at their own 28. Again, Dixon in motion. Again, Tolls off the right side. Again, Tolls is able to get good yardage out to the 34-yard line. That's going to be a gain of six. Second down and four. Axtell playing very physical, uh, but if you can't stop Pleasanton from getting first downs, it's all for naught. Uh, Axtell certainly needing to get a play here with a uh, short time in the fourth. Well, during our time over the years, the last 20 years covering Ricky Westland, he has definitely had all kinds of looks offensively. Kind of the wing teeth look tonight. He's passed the ball 40 times a game. Eye formation, big ends. So you never know exactly what you're going to get with their personnel. They're not afraid to change things up as Tolls is actually going to bring it outside, and that's going to cause a hold on the outside here against Pleasanton. Big break there for Axtell. They certainly needed that as Pleasanton was driving into a into good field position, uh, but this could throw a kink into Pleasanton's plans. It would be third down at about two, so obviously they do have to push him back, and it'll be second down and long as they'll march the ball back to the 22-yard line, it looks like. Need to make the 38, so we'll call it second down at about 16 to go here for the Bulldogs. And the clock runs with 8-15, 41-24, Pleasanton with the lead. Axtell has the last score after Pleasanton put up 27 unanswered in the second half. Pulaski in the shotgun. It goes through his hands. He's got to just dive on it, and he is lucky to do that. Axtell trying to wrestle it away from him, but you're not going to wrestle it away from the wrestler. And that's really the first time that we've seen, and it wasn't a bad snap. Pulaski just took his eye off the ball, or it slipped through his hands because I always say this over a number of years. Once it gets hot, this time of the year it cools down. It gets a little wet out there on the grass, and that will move him all the way back to the 15. Doesn't take Axtell very long to score either. Uh, while it is still a three-possession ball game, I wouldn't say it's over yet. So a loss of seven. It's about third and 23. And Pleasanton is going to take as much time as they can and burn a timeout. So we'll take one with them. 7-19 to go here in the ball game. Pleasanton 41, Axtell 24. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Third and forever here for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. 
So let's see if Pleasanton keeps it conservative or if they go for it here. I would expect the more conservative route. They have got this game in hand if they don't make mistakes. It'll be interesting to see uh, how Axtell will play this if they do get the ball back. It's third down here. Uh, but if Axel gets the ball back, they should have good field position. Third and 23 at their own 15-yard line. They will put Pulaski in the pistol. He will throw the football, has time, throws it down the left sideline, and boy, nobody covered Tolls, and then Tolls looked up and couldn't find the football. There was nobody within 10 yards of him. It would have been a touchdown, a breakdown in coverage that time, and a big break for Axtell. Yeah, a man just slipped out of there. Nobody for Axtell there to cover. Uh, and it really was a pretty good throw there by Pulaski, uh, but just lost it in the lights, didn't see it, didn't look it in, and it's a ball left on the uh, field there by Pleasanton. So it'll be fourth down and 23 at their own 15, and Klingsborn will come in, standing at his own 36, awaiting the punt. This is just the second punt of the football game for Pleasanton. Snap is back. Here comes the rush. The kick is away. Klingsborn has to back up, takes it at his 32. There's a good block by Bertrand, but it's all Pleasanton. Clingsport just had nowhere to go. He returns it about three yards. A 33-yard punt, about a four-yard return, and not bad field position, but Axtell will start at their own 36-yard line, trailing 41-24 to with 7.02 remaining in this football game. Each team has two timeouts remaining. Pretty good punt into the wind there by Pleasanton. Axtell was having fits early, uh, but a good punt. Out of the eye formation, Danberg takes the snap. Pitch play, Gomez right side finds a little bit of a hole, but Pleasanton stacks him up. He has just not had near the success since the first quarter. Yeah. After 14 minutes in this game, he had 165 yards and three touchdowns. Here he gets four yards since that time, since the 10-minute mark of that 58-yard touchdown. He has ran the ball four times for six yards. Pleasanton really keying in on Gomez. Second down and six. Same eye formation, and this time it'll be Bertrand to the left side. Try to arm tackle in the backfield, and he is going to break that, get to the line of scrimmage, and right on him is Tolls, but Bronson Gibbons rode him right down the line of scrimmage. No gain, third and six. Yeah, it wasn't a very long run there, but I tell you what, it was extremely impressive block by Lane Bertrand. If there weren't three Pleasanton guys there headed towards the ball, uh, it would have been a good run. Pleasanton seems to, I don't want to say guessing right, but they are all over wherever the ball is. They have not been fooled except on that pass play that led to the touchdown earlier in this quarter. And Axtell's going to have to hustle up to the line. Took him a while to get the play in. Five seconds. They're there. Third down and six. Danberg takes it, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right under some pressure, throws it deep, and it's way over the head of Ryan Hubbard. I think there was a little miscommunication. They had to get the play in late, say it quickly, hustle up to the line of scrimmage, and now it'll be fourth down, and Axtell's got to go for it here. Yeah, if that ball was thrown a little further to the sideline, would have been a good pass. Uh, Looked like... Uh... Danberg was throwing for a seam route, and it was actually a snake route. Uh, but nonetheless, an open receiver downfield. you got to like that if you're Axtell here in fourth down. Look at you and your Bertrand Viking terminology up there. Snake, <laughs> seam. It never, it never leaves. snake route. It never leaves. Well, here we go. Four wides on fourth and six at midfield. Hubbard comes in now tight on the right side, trips to the left. 
Danberg takes the snap, almost rifled through him. It's a quarterback draw, and he's going to have to do it all on his own, and no way. Pleasanton was not fooled at all. Again, a two, and Axtell turns it over on downs. First and 10, Pleasanton at their own 38, leading at 41-24, 5-34 remaining in the game. Not a bad call, but on fourth down, you really would have had to sell that one, and Pleasanton has been so disciplined here in the second half, just the one time that they didn't pick up Lane Bertrand coming out of the backfield, and that's the only touchdown Axtell has had here in the second half. First and 10, Pleasanton. Now they want to run clock. Tolls and Dixon and just hand it off to Tolls. I'd do it 20 times in a row if you had to. Just keep feeding the beast. He is able to get into Axtell territory to the 38-yard line. Doesn't look like much, but it's three and a half, four yards. Don't forget when we are done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, all of the final stats, scoring recap, and a few scores before we send it back to the studios. Merritt Lawson, and oh my goodness, we've called him out of retirement, Caleb Henry, for the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show tonight. That should be a treat. Second down and six, and now Pulaski is watching the back judge for the five-second count, running as much clock as he can. This time Pulaski fumbled the ball. It's going to be scooped and scored. It's going to be scooped and scored by Ryan Hubbard. Just like that. Pulaski can't believe what happened. They've run that play a hundred times, and the hand just got in there. I think that, was it Danberg that got his hand in there and tipped it away? Because Hubbard scooped and scored from 30 yards. And all of a sudden, a game that was over is not over anymore. 41-30, to 4.48 to go. Certainly would love to get this two-point conversion here. Axtell would... Uh, hasn't gotten one yet tonight, um, but still will be a two-point game even if they get it. Nine, so. A nine-point game. Or, excuse me, a two-possession game. Correct. But uh, Axtell with a breath of life here. Out of nowhere, Axtell gets the break that they've been looking for all game long. And once that ball got punched out on the ground, Pulaski was on the ground, and there was no way Pleasanton was going to cover it. 4-2. Danberg, going to throw under some pressure, gets away, rolls to the left, now wants to run, and Pleasanton stacks him up. Danberg continues to churn inside the one, but will not get in. 0 for 5 on two-point conversions, but this time may not make that big a difference because they're going to have to score twice anyway. 4.48 to go in the game. Pleasanton 41, Axtell 30 here on Classic Hits. Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says tear them up, Bulldog. People you know Community people, people you know, community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Pleasanton lining up expecting an onside kick here. 
from Tyler Danberg. I don't think I would quite yet. They've got the momentum, and they mishit it. Yeah. Danberg trying to roll it along the ground there, and it only went five yards, and that means your own guys are going to run into it whether they wanted to or not, and Pleasanton's going to get it at the 35. Axtell, it's, it's tricky. I'm always a fan of the onside kick when done well. Uh, but just the flow of the game, it seemed like Axtell had been doing some good things, and Pleasanton had been had made I'm not – they're bad decisions when something like what hap, just happened happened. But I can't believe you just wouldn't turn around and hand it to Tolls or just keep it in your hands. Don't worry about anything crazy here. They keep sending Dixon. The ball's fumbled, and Axtell covers Lane Bertrand, and that was. So there you go. Put pie in my face. That was the simple handoff to Tolls, and he dropped the ball. And something special in the air right here in the fourth quarter for Axtell. Yeah, the bread-and-butter play for Pleasanton. They've been running that play all night, getting two, three yards. Uh, But Axtell just got a hand in there. And another big break late here for Axtell. So Axtell now has it at their own 33-yard line. Down 41 to 34, 44 to go. Two timeouts. So they don't convert the onside kick. And back-to-back fumbles here for Pleasanton. And oh, no. Coach Marsh calls a timeout because they weren't going to get the playoff. And they're going to have one left. And, again, as a coach, you think, i got to call timeout. Does the five yards really make that big a difference right here? Make sure you get the play that you want to run. But there is one timeout remaining. We'll take it with them. It's getting crazy here in the last six minutes of the football game. Axtell's still alive. They've got the ball down 41-30. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all, from furnaces to humidifiers, geo-heat and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Doug to Ryan Dahlgren, can Axtell continue to get some magic going here? They are down by 11, and they're going to run the spread offense. Twins to the right. Bertrand out here to the left, man-on-man coverage. They're looking that way slant. There's connection. There's falling down. There's pass interference. Pulowski was going to have him over the middle. Uh, Jackson Keyshaw got his feet tangled up with Bertrand. They thought he was going to go deep fly, and they actually were just going to run a little slant pattern. Tell you what, great play by Pulowski. Chucked him as he got to him, but... They're actually going to call defensive holding instead of pass interference here. Yeah. And that will move, excuse me, Ryan, that'll move the ball for a first down. So I believe what happened was Pulaski really just shucked the receiver, but after he hit the ground, Pulaski just kept his hands on him, and so naturally uh, it was holding there. I only have Axtell for 10 first downs. Of course, that last touchdown was defensive. Most of their scores have been on big plays. So it is first down and 10, Axtell. They're now at the Pleasanton 37-yard line, back to the I formation. Gomez is back in the backfield as the I back. Danberg fakes the handoff. Under pressure, gets away, and oh, no, he doesn't get away. How about that sack 
by big 9-8 Caleb Riesland. He had him by the arm. He about yanked his arm out of his socket, and he just held on, held on until he could get more of the body, and he drops him all the way back at the Axtell 33-yard line. A loss of nine. The big man was hungry there, and he was going to eat, not letting uh, not letting Danberg there get away. Huge sack here late for Pleasanton. Seems like whoever needs something to happen offensively doesn't. Three wide here with four minutes to go. Second down and 19. Danberg takes the snap. Now has time. Pump fake. Going to go for it all. He's got Gomez deep. Gomez dives, and it's through his hands at the 10. Gomez left his feet like a center fielder in the gap, but he could not haul it in on a beautifully thrown ball by the sophomore Tyler Danberg. It's third and 19. Tyler Danberg's best throw of the night there, too. Great composure there with the first pump fake to draw the uh, to draw the defender away, but just unlucky there that Gomez could not hold on to the ball. Well, the way the last four minutes has gone, I can't believe that wasn't caught. So many quirky plays. Third and 19 of the clock stop, 3.52 to go, 41 to 30, Pleasanton. Axtell has recovered back-to-back fumbles. Wanting to throw again, Danberg, here comes pressure. Danberg tries to get away, and now he's got all kinds of running room. 35-40, 35-30, down the sideline, 25-20. He's finally drugged down from behind inside the 15-yard line by Kessler Dixon. And as far back as they were, he almost was tackled before the first down. But great juke move there by Tyler Danberg. A 32-yard run off the busted pass play gives him first and 10 at the 15. Another weird play. Pitch to Gomez. Starts right, cuts against the grain, gets to the 10, brought down at the 8. Second down and 2. Gomez with his best run here of the second half. And now Axtell has to get the play that they want, but they've got to be efficient. They've got to run the play in and hustle up to the line. This may be Axtell's longest drive of the game, too. It seems like they score quick. Uh, Second down and two at the seven-yard line. I formation. Pitch play to Bertrand. Bertrand finds his way to the first down marker and has it inside the five to the four. A gain of three. It'll be first down and goal for Axtell. When they need to run somebody over, Jarrett Bertrand's the guy that carries the football. They tried it with Creighton Kring a little bit earlier in the game. Gomez still in there. Wouldn't be surprised to see him taking it wide. Well, Gomez and Bertrand have been alternating plays. First and goal at the four. Pitch play right side. Gomez, there's a hole that closes quickly, and he's going to lose yardage. It was Tolls that was able to force him back inside, and it was Pulaski that made the tackle a loss of one. Second and goal at the five. Pleasanton linebackers flowing extremely well there. Klosky wasn't there. It would have been easy six for Gomez. But Pleasanton staying with it. Axtell needs to get in. They need to get in quickly. Second and goal at the five. Out of the eye formation, Danberg fakes the handoff, wants to throw, looking for Klein out of the backfield, and it is incomplete at the one. Not sure he'd have been able to get his feet in anyway, and it's third down and goal at the five. Stopping the clock, 2-12 to go in the game. Exactly what they needed, too, was that clock to stop because seconds are precious here as time is winding down uh, for the Axtell Wildcats, who are still looking for a score here. You're kind of getting to that time where if they don't score 
this play, Axtell probably is going to have to recover an onside kick if they score on fourth down. So let's find out. But the bottom line is, first things first, Axtell needs to score. Third and goal from the five. Again, out of the eye formation. Danberg fakes the handoff. Quarterback keeper. He's trying to follow Gomez. He didn't get the block, though. And he's going to get to the three, and the clock will continue to run. Gomez was not able to put a block on his man, Jackson Keyshaw, and that made the quarterback, Jarrett, um, that made the quarterback, Tyler Danberg, change directions. He gets two, and it is fourth and goal at the three. And this is the ball game. 1.45 to go. Jarrett Bertrand runs in the play. Fourth and goal at the three. Klein, the fullback, Bertrand, the eyeback. Danberg sets him down, turns, hands it to Bertrand. Bertrand is going to stretch and get in. They tackled him, and Bertrand had the ball in the left hand and stretched it over the goal line. It didn't get in by more than about six inches, but that's all they needed, and it's 41-36 with 90 seconds to go. Three consecutive touchdowns by by Axtell after Pleasanton had scored four in a row to start the half. Great play by Jarrett Bertrand there, who seemed stopped. And again, this conversion really doesn't mean much, and Gomez won't get in. The ball's fumbled and then scooped up. Will they give it to him? No, they will not. You cannot advance that fumble. So 0 of 6, but again, that conversion means nothing with where we're at in the football game. 41-36, five points bank touchdown, a three-yard run by Jarrett Bertrand. 1.30 to go. I'd like to say that Axtell has to cover the onside kick, but the last two times Pleasanton has snapped the ball, they fumbled it. We'll find out what happens right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. <laughs> Well, you never would have thought that this was what was going to happen when the fourth quarter got underway. But it is now 41-36 to 36 in favor of Pleasanton, who just was unable to put this football game away. But with only one timeout remaining, Axtell probably going to have to cover this onside kick. The first four touchdowns of the half, it was 18-14 Axtell at halftime. Pleasanton scored four in a row, and now Axtell has scored three in a row here in the fourth quarter. Need to execute the onside kick. Here we go. Danberg ready to boot it away. He punches it over in the opening. Can they get there fast enough to cover it? No. Boy, they had sent Gomez, the state class D 100-meter champion, down the right sideline trying to get that onside kick that was covered by Kessler Dixon. He was the only deep man for Pleasanton. They had the other seven up waiting for the onside kick. Good strategy. It didn't take a very good kick for Axtell. It just kind of hit the ground there and yeah. stayed, so Dixler didn't have much problem. And now, if you're Pulaski, as good as you played, you got to be nervous. That ball's been sliding all over the place here. Two snaps ago, a scoop and score for Axtell. And then a handoff to Tolls. He fumbled the football. A minute and 20, 30 seconds to go. Who would have imagined a tail of two halves? Axtell having trouble holding onto the ball early in the game, but now Pleasanton having trouble holding onto the ball late into the game. 
And so we've got first down and 10. I think there's some discussion on what the clock should be done. They did not run the clock, but he just dove on the football. I don't think they probably should have ran the clock. You don't have to touch him. He just dove on the football, but they're going to take a couple seconds off. So 130 to 128. And again, one timeout for Axtell, so all Pleasanton has to do is hold on to the ball. Pulaski under center. Takes the snap. He's just going to run forward. He does not take a knee. They do need to run a little clock. The tackle is made. And Axtell not going to use the timeout yet. They're hoping that the officials will quickly move the football and spot it, but Axtell taking their time getting up. There they blow the ball ready for play, a two-yard gain by Pulaski. There was a minute 10 left when they blew it ready for play. You get 25 seconds, so they can run it down to about 46 before they have to snap it. One minute left. Still waiting, Pulaski. Now Pulaski sees the five-second count, takes the snap, just going to run it himself. Goes from right to left, and he's got the first down, and that's the football game. If he holds on, they try to knock it out of his hands to the 40 to the 35, and he runs inside, stays on the field, and does not run out of bounds. And that should put this football game away. A 23-yard run by Tyler Pulaski. And there's only one timeout left for Axtell, so unless, again, they fumble the snap, this football game is over. All Pulaski has to do is take the snap and knee it. Yeah, making no mistake there, he was holding onto the ball using that wrestling grip of his. And again, the clock winds now that they've got the sticks moved, and uh, Axtell's not going to use the timeout. They may just say this football game is over. Pulaski, waiting, waiting, waiting. Now getting his offensive line set, takes the snap, takes an E, and Axtell says, nope, that's it. They're just going to shake hands and call this one over. Final score, 41-36. to 36. You saw the coaches kind of talking to see what decision they would make, but they're going to let the clock run out, and that'll be the end of the football game. The comeback didn't quite get there tonight for Axtell, but you got to give these guys a lot of credit. They came in extremely shorthanded tonight. Then they found themselves behind 41-18, to 18, and they were able to come back and cut it to 41-36. to 36. So Axtell got in the win column last week, nearly found a way to do it again tonight. They've got a couple of tough games coming up, but uh, Axtell playing hard here this evening. Let's hope that they can get healed up, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just a lot of resiliency from both teams, um, but you got to hand it to Axtell playing shorthanded. Uh, and coming back, getting those two clutch fumbles to go their way, uh, but in the end, not quite enough. We will take a timeout. Be back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. There is supposed to be water in the stock tank, not all around it. You need to replace your stock tank. Head to Statler Implement and get a new Hastings stock tank and replace that old worn-out one. Statler Implement also specializes in electrical motor sales and service. 
Statler Implement has everything you need to keep the job running smooth. Go see Carlo and the gang at Statler Implement on East Highway 6 in Minden. You'll be satisfied with the service you'll get. And welcome back to Axtell. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allowed us to bring you tonight's high school football action. This is the new S Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And Ryan, that was a 40-minute fourth quarter as Axtell was trying to come all the way back. Yeah, a lot of big plays. Like you said, a lot of quirky players there at the end. I tell you what, this is one of the most impressive ball games, uh, grit-wise, that I have seen uh, in many years. As Extel would not go away, shorthanded this entire game um, without their starting quarterback. I will say Tyler Danberg did a great job coming in uh, on short notice um, after losing a fumble uh, early in the game. Uh, he found himself composed, um, but in the end, Pleasanton uh, was able to really wear Extel down, just pounding it and pounding it and pounding it. Uh, down the middle with those big linemen of theirs. Don't forget the Rivals and Ruts Friday night scoreboard show coming up when we are done. Right now, let's take a look at the unofficial final numbers I had in the football game. First of all, for Axtell, they were led by Braden Gomez, 16 carries, 178 yards, and three touchdowns. But he had 165 yards and three touchdowns with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. So where he came from, we didn't expect. We He hadn't been playing that position uh, a lot getting carries the first two games like he had been last year and then all of a sudden he disappeared after that he only had another what uh, seven carries after that so 16 carries for 178 jared klein another one battling injuries three carries seven yards jared bertrand seven carries 20 yards creighton kring four carries 13 yards tyler danbury eight carries for 46 yards I had 40 rushing attempts for 257 <laughs> yards in this football game. Uh, let's add three more there on that last Jarrett Bertrand touchdown. So 41 for 260 overall in this football game for uh, Danbury. Uh, he was one of three in the first half, two of ten in the second half, including a 25-yard touchdown. So three of 13 with no interceptions and one touchdown for 33 yards through the air, 260 on the ground, 293 yards of total offense, 13 first downs, four penalties for 20 yards, four punts for an average of 26, and one fumble in the contest. We'll come back and look at the final numbers for Pleasanton right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area. The First Bank and Trust in Minden. Relationship banking is what they do. Stop in and talk to the professionals about your business, personal, and ag banking needs. Enjoy the small town touch with everything you need from a bank. Minden's First Bank and Trust is the leader in mobile banking with state-of-the-art remote deposit right from your smartphone. Keeping up with technology to make your banking easier. Minden's First Bank and Trust. What you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. Good luck, athletes. Back on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Let's take a look at the unofficial numbers now for Pleasanton. They got it done 
on the ground, and they did it a lot better in the second half of play. I had Travis Tolls for 27 carries, 131 yards, and three touchdowns. Tyler Pulaski, 21 carries, 150 yards, and two touchdowns. Kessler Dixon didn't carry the ball at all. They just used him as a decoy in the second half. He ended up with seven carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Pleasanton had 55 rushing attempts for 324 yards. For Pulaski, he was two of seven in the first half for 49 yards, one of two in the second half for 17 yards. So three out of nine, neither quarterback connected a lot in the air tonight. Three of nine, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 66 yards through the air, 324 on the ground, 390 yards of total offense for Pleasanton. I had them for 21 first downs. Two punts for an average of 31-and-a-half. They did have two fumbles. They were on back-to-back plays in the fourth quarter. The first one was returned by Ryan Hubbard. The second one led to the final touchdown of the game. One thing Pleasanton will have to clean up the penalties, eight penalties for 79 yards here in the contest. And uh, Axtell getting that to fumble recovery for a touchdown was about 100 yards behind Pleasanton, and that's why the score was probably as close as it was, Ryan. Well, yeah, and you you talked earlier about uh points left on the board and I tell you what they get two two two-point conversions uh, and Axtell you know walks away with this game so Axtell certainly going to be working on that but you got to you got to be impressed with the resiliency of a team that was down a few men um, with injuries uh, with some some off the field stuff it it was it was a heartfelt gut-wrenching attempt but uh, in the end of the day Pleasanton uh, got it done um, with that, I would say, veteran um, side. They had a lot of seniors there uh, and a lot of big guys. Uh, man, I tell you what, it was a very gutsy game by Travis Tolles. It was about 4.8 yards per carry, which, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but when you carry the ball 27 times like he did, uh, man, he's got to, he'll, he'll be feeling it again tomorrow. Yeah, he only had one long run. That was the 28-yard touchdown run, the second of his three. And you're right, there were 12 touchdowns. Each team scored six touchdowns. Each team scored six touchdowns. Pleasanton made two two-pointers and actually kicked the last extra point because that put him up 27. Coach Westland thought, well, that should be enough. Let's go ahead and, and experiment here, which I love. That's what you should do in game situations. You can practice it all you want, but you need to try and execute it in a game. And uh, there was a lot of things you can come down to. But, yeah, sometimes you don't think about the conversions very much. But had Axtell done anything, they were 0 of 6 on their two-point conversions, and they lose the game by five points. Let's take a look at our scoring summary and scoring drives brought to you on our sports wrap-up, our scoring drive summary by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agency, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Here's how things started. Uh, Axtell received the football, and on the very first handoff, Braden Gomez was uh, back and getting that start at running back, and the ball was fumbled. Fumbled the very first play of the game, and Pleasanton was able to go the 15 yards. Tyler Pulaski took it in from three yards out with 9.41 to go. Tolls took in the two-point run, made it 8-0. Then Braden Gomez started his uh, great, great play of the first half, a 29-yard run, capped the 51-yard drive. The two-point run, no good, 7.06 to go, 8-6 Pleasanton. Then a 25-yard run by Braden Gomez, capped the 55-yard drive. Again, the run, no good, 12-8 Axtell. 4-11 to go, and then the touchdown run taken in from four yards out by Kessler Dixon with exactly one minute to go in the first quarter. The two-point run no good, so at the end of one, Pleasanton up 14-12. to The only score in the second quarter was Braden Gomez 
58-yard run after Pleasanton was stopped on fourth and three. A 58-yard run by Braden Gomez. The conversion was no good. 18-14, Axtell, 10 one to go. And then there was no more scoring until Pulaski was able to uh, score on the opening possession of the third quarter. I mean, it just seemed like Axtell had all the momentum, and uh, they were about ready to stop. Pleasanton went for it. How about this? This has to be the play of the game. Fourth down and one on their own 22. Pleasanton went for it, and Pulaski had a 58-yard touchdown run, and that changed the entire game. Yeah, the entire dynamic of the game was changed after that. You talk about um, halftime being a big deal. Pleasanton certainly has to be happy with how their adjustments um, came through at halftime. Um, hats off to them. And the two-point run was no good, 20-18, to 18, Pleasanton, 9.50 to go. Then Travis Tolles scored three straight times. He capped the 40-yard drive with a two-yard run, 4.59 to go. Dixon runs it in, 28-18. Then a 28-yard run by Tolles, caps another 40-yard drive with a minute to go in the third. The two-point pass, no good, 34-18. And then Tolles, a two-yard run with 11.06 to go in the fourth quarter to cap a 35-yard drive. So, yeah, you heard that, 40-40 and 35-yard drives all capped by Tolls touchdown runs. Then uh, the extra point was kicked that time, the only time they attempted to kick it by Krepla. So he knocked it through, made it 41-18. That's when Axtell finally got things going, a 25-yard pass from Danberg to uh, Lane Bertrand. The two-point run was no good, 10-08 to go, made it 41-24. Then Axtell was not able to score the next time they had it. You thought it was over, but that's when Ryan Hubbard scooped up a fumbled uh, fumbled snap uh, on the side of a Pleasanton, 10, 4.48 to go. The two-point run was no good, 41-30. to 30. And then on the very next play, Pleasanton fumbled it on the uh, handoff to Tolls. Axtell covered it at their own 33. Jarrett Bertrand took it in from three yards out with a minute 30 to go. All of a sudden, it's 41-36, to 36, but they could not recover the onside kick, and Pleasanton was able to run out the clock. Pleasanton 41, Axtell 36. And that's our scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, it's been a long night of football. We had a doubleheader today up in Elm Creek after their 48-8 went over Nebraska Christian, headed down here to see some more FKC football. And it was back and forth, competitive all the way. And the final score is 41-36 Pleasanton now goes to 2-1 and one on the season. Up next, the Bulldogs will host state-rated Blue Hill next week and then host Central Valley, while Axtell will take on back-to-back state-rated teams hosting Bruning Davenport Shickley next week and then going to Blue Hill before Shelton comes in. Ryan, final thought? Uh, just an impressive game by two, two teams that know each other very well, FKC. We were talking about it before the game started. Uh, and these teams laid it all out, uh, and they left it all on the field. Both teams have to be extremely impressed uh, with the way they handled this game. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer-engineer, Caleb Henry, and for Ryan Dahlgren, I'm Doug Duda. We'll be back Tuesday with high school volleyball, Grand Island Northwest at Kearney High, starting at around 7 o'clock, and, of course, more football next Friday. Coming up next, the Ruts and Rivals Friday Night Scoreboard Show with Merritt Lawson. Again, the final, Pleasanton 41, Axtell 36. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is platteriverpreps.com. 
games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 12.30 a.m. KHAS, and ESPN 1460-1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.